Welcome to the Death Taco Podcast. I'm your host, Chris, and today I'm joined by Esai of the No Solutions Podcast. And today we're here to talk about a 2014 American horror film directed by Kevin Smith called Tusk. So, you had no idea what this is? No idea before I watched it. Yeah. What made you pick it? Because I gave you a choice between a movie called The Final Girls and this one. Did you just lose it literally the picture or did you look it up or something? No, I when I saw Tusk, the shadow on the picture you sent me made it look like a mammoth or something. So I was like, oh, maybe this is like prehistoric type of uh, horror, you know? And so, then I watched it and I was completely thrown out of left. <laughs> So did you look up a trailer or did no. you, read it? you just straight up turned the movie on and said, let's do this? Yeah. I'm so fucking glad you did that. Yeah, I didn't want to look at it before. That's awesome, bro. Fucking, um, no, for me, this was a Redbox movie, bro. I was, okay. back in the day, 2015, 2014, probably 2014 right when it came out. Because it came out the straight to DVD, I think. Mm. And I probably just saw the motherfucker. And uh, I'm a big Kevin Smith guy. Are you familiar with any of his movies? Yeah, no. He's uh you heard are you do you know who Jay and Silent Bob are? Have you heard of that comedy duo? Yeah, the dun, dun, I don't know the song, but Smoking uh, Weed yeah. Smoking. This yeah. guy, uh Kevin Smith is Silent Bob. Oh, okay. I know who you're talking <clears> and, about. And uh man. yeah, he uh he directs a lot of these movies like Clerks, Mall Rats, Dogma. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what any of those are. None. They're older movies from like late nineties, early two thousands. And uh, pretty much what to compare him to, bro, like, um, you've seen the Avengers movies, right? Yeah, yeah. Though, uh, there's this guy named Joss Whedon. Yeah, I know He's that. The, he the one did, who did um, just the first Justice League, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but the best way to compare that to, so, you know, like, the way Iron Man talks? Yeah. They say that all the Avengers sound like Iron Man, pretty much. They're all copies of him in terms of their banter. Uh, yeah. Witty like dialogue a, yeah. and shit. Sarcastic a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much Joss Whedon's style of writing. And that's more or less what Kevin Smith does. Like, I don't know if you noticed in this movie, the dialogue's really quick, really fucking storytelling, really fucking detailed shit, and, like, really witty humor. Yeah. That's more or less what every single Kevin Smith movie is. And I feel like, uh, I forgot his name. Uh, What is it, Justin Long or something? Yeah, Justin Long. He's he's perfect for that type of... uh, dialect you know yeah yeah he just fit that part it was just very natural to him yeah and um who else was in this that old guy uh what the fuck is his name uh, the one who i uh recognized right off the bat was uh the one from uh six cents uh Haley joel osmond osmond yeah he was in uh ai artificial intelligence you ever seen that movie I'm not brother with a banger really yeah yeah uh the guy's name is michael parks the old guy? Yeah, the old man. He was in something. He was in a Quentin Tarantino movie. He does a lot of Quentin Tarantino movies. He plays like the sheriff and shit in a lot of the, his universe. Yeah, he looked f- super familiar, but I couldn't like put him to a different movie. Yeah. But now for me, like Kevin Smith, <clears throat> he's like one of my favorite directors. I don't know why the guy, like he's up there with me with like Tarantino and Eli Roth and shit. Like that good? Yeah, yeah. So, like, anything that guys makes, I just, I feel like I'm obligated to watch it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that's just for me personally. I don't know. You might watch it and be like, what the well, fuck like, is I, this? Well, like, I'm kind of like that with, like, Tarantino or, um, what's his name, who uh, did the fucking Wolf of Wall Street? Uh, Scorsese? Scorsese, yeah. I like all those movies, you know? So, it's good to have, like, a guy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. 
Uh, but no, so pretty much like the plot of this movie, I feel like just because of the fucking DVD cover, I mean, it's about a guy who wants to turn another guy into a walrus. Which is 100% had no idea that was coming. And when the idea got floated out there in the movie... I was kind of like, wait, wait, what? Like, you know, <laughs> what's going on? So, yeah, this is uh, this is literally, bro. So, Kevin Smith had a podcast back then, right? Mm-hmm. 2013, 2012. I don't know when. I think it was called like Smodcast or Schmoshcast or whatever. And he has like the the episode is like on YouTube. You can find it. This literally started out as a bit. Him and his boy are talking shit. Uh, there's a movie called The Human Centipede. Have you ever heard of it? Yeah, yeah, of course. Where a guy wants to. <laughs> Turn make a chain of people. Yeah. So the guys, they're literally on this podcast bullshit out of nowhere. He's like, what if there was a guy who wanted to, like, human centipede a motherfucker, but with a walrus? And that's literally how the idea of the movie started. Off a joke? Off a joke from a podcast they did. That's fucking wild. I know. And pretty much just from, like, the people's response to it, he was like, evidently, I got to make this movie. (laughs) Yeah. Which I think that's funny because that's a lot of what we do, man. We just kind of just throw out fucking dumbass ideas. Yeah, crazy ideas. And you never know, bro. It could be the next fucking time. One could hit. One could hit. Right. And But because of that, he started something called, this is part of something called the True North Trilogy that he's doing. This is just part one. True North as in Canada? Yeah, as in Canada. So all the movies are set in Canada and they're horror films. Okay. And the second one is uh, called Yoga Hosers, which is, uh, it's, it's okay. Hosers. They're all on, uh, I think that one's on Netflix. I don't know if it still was, because Tusk was on Netflix for a long fucking time. I wish it still was. I paid for that. <laughs> no, it's cool. Um, what, did, what did you think of, uh, well, I guess you, you've you seen it before, right? Tusk? Before. Yeah. Before then. So, I thought it was pretty cool that I randomly picked it, and we could relate pretty well, because it's they were doing a podcast in the yeah, movie, yeah. you know? That's what I thought of when you picked it. I was like, okay, that would be kind of cool to like mirror to what we do. Yeah. So it was it was more relatable for us. But they, uh, I'm pretty sure they hinted at it. They're like uh, one of the big podcasts in the United States, you know? Like they're mm-hmm. making hella money off of it. So when, uh, I don't want to give too much away, but when he uh, said he was going to go up north to interview some people, that kind of puts it into perspective of, like, we don't do that shit. We're not uh, going yeah, yeah. to Canada to go interview someone. Yeah, you know? but at the same time, I mean, that was kind of, like, their shtick is he, for their podcast specifically, he travels. Mm, okay. So, I mean, to be fair. Yeah. Um, But, nah, so, like I said, it's part of this trilogy called True North. And the last one he's making that hasn't come out yet that I'm excited for, it's another, like, off-the-wall fucking concept. I think he's going to call it Moose Jaws. It's Jaws, but with a moose in Canada. Like Jaws, like the movie? Like the shark. Like the shark? Yeah. So I think it's going to be people like trapped in a cabin with the fucking moose out in the middle of the fucking... uh, Like a killer moose? Like a killer moose. I'm trying to put that in my head. I can't picture it. Well, I mean, just think about a moose, bro. Moose like well, a moose, Yeah, but a moose, when they, if they were to kill someone, it's going to you know just mutilate them with their antlers. Probably. Or trample them. Our champion, yeah. Mooses are pretty fucking big, aren't they? Bro, mooses are like mooses. I'm gonna stop calling them. They're bigger than horses, right? They're bigger than horses. Yeah. And horses are pretty fucking big, also. Yeah, as is, yeah. And they got giant fucking antlers, dog, that are like, (laughs) I don't know how big, but they (laughs) look massive. 
We don't have those around here, so no. I'm thankful. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but, no. So, you never heard of it. The whole concept of it. You Have you seen the human centipede? I've seen, like, parts and pieces of it. There was this uh, one dude in our high school that during class, he would just watch it out loud. No headphones. That's serial killer shit. Continue. Right? <laughs> no, but he was, like, he was a cool dude. He was, like, on the basketball team with us, but he was just, like, a goofball. And, like, he would literally just pull up, open his laptop, put the volume about halfway, and then you would just hear, ah! like, like, just fucking screams and shit. And the teacher would be like, turn off your computer. And he'd be like, okay, okay. And he'd plug in his headphones real quick and we'll keep watching it. So I would watch behind him. I'd be watching, like, parts of it. And I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, what What do you watch? Oh, my God. And how and old? I would, I, this is in high school. So, like. It was still disturbing stuff. Like it's early disturbing. high school or late high school? Mm, middle. Yeah. That's fucking weird, bro. Right? Yeah. No, so. Oh, man. It's I mean, dick energy. of course, I got, you know, curious about that movie. So I went and actually tried to watch it. But it's just too graphic yeah. in a bad way, you know? <laughs> I feel like that kind of horror, bro, is it's shock horror. It's purely yeah. like an endurance test of what you're... What you can withstand. Yeah. And some of those are cool for me. Some of them are too much. I mean, I watch them. I'm a horror movie guy. You know, I do a fucking horror movie podcast. So yeah. I almost feel obligated to watch everything. But there's some stuff out there, bro, that's just over the top. I don't feel like that's over the top. But that's pretty fucking over the top, though. There's other stuff out there, bro, that's just well, like. Well, okay, this movie we were talking about right now, that was pretty over the top as well. <laughs> but <laughs> It's yeah. definitely not like something you go watch with like your mom. Or children. <laughs> or kids. Yeah. Like, they could, but they might be a little traumatized after that, you know? Just a wee bit. Definitely a little, a little bit of nightmares, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I feel like we've done it justice talking this movie up. So, right. I think we're going to go ahead and get into the spoiler territory, get into the meat of this motherfucker. Yeah. So, if you haven't seen it, guys, I recommend you go on and check out Tusk by Kevin Smith, 2014. Uh, if not, though, go ahead and come back and listen to us fuck up this movie. So, what'd you think? So, I, I'm i not a movie buff, per se, but I do like judging movies. Mm -hmm. So, like, I would give this probably, like, a solid... Are we doing popcorn bags, or what are we doing? We're doing inches, friends. Oh, yeah, inches. One to six. Yeah. So, I would give it a solid <laughs> three. Okay, so you didn't hate it, but you didn't I love didn't it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it, you know? Like, yeah, it was... Yeah. It was definitely different, which I, it, like, appreciate, but it wasn't, like, I'm not going to go back and watch it again, put it that way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for me, I could probably go four, because, like, most, like I said, that's mostly a bias, because I fuck with Kevin Smith, mm -hmm. and the only thing that was, so this movie's heavy in dialogue, I feel. Like, a lot of talking. Yeah. A fuck ton of talking. Some parts are too much. And that would be the one critique I have of it. Like, yeah, some of it's, you know, it's all interesting. It's all, some of it's witty and funny banter and shit. But there are some stretches that just go on just a wee bit too long. Yeah. Like, there's little details of certain conversations that is, like, not important to us as a viewer. 
Yeah, like there's two parts in particular. Like that, these are just the few knocks that I have. There's not a lot that I don't like about this movie, but these are some of them. And um, when Justin's when Justin Long's characters first gets to the mansion of the crazy guy, mm-hmm. and they're sitting talking about just random stuff, that scene goes on for about ten minutes. Yeah, there could have been a little bit of fat trimmed on that. I feel. And uh, also, when uh, you know Johnny Depp's in this movie. Dude, I was going to ask you that. The guy, you could tell, is Johnny Depp, but yeah. they did a good job, you know. He's good. He's master of disguise, you mm-hmm. know, so. What was the fuck was his name in this? Was it Guy Lapointe? Guy Lapointe. Yeah. Uh, the part where he's talking to Haley Joel Osment and uh, Justin Long's girl in that restaurant. Yeah. I've timed it, bro. That's like a 20-minute fucking monologue. Was it? Yeah. It was, that was one thing I didn't <laughs> like about the movie. I didn't like the jump scenes. When uh, it would be like the day before, mm-hmm. you know, so like they'd be oh they'd be jumping back and forth in yeah, time. They'd but, be in current time in the movie, and then they'd be talking about stuff, and then it would just jump to a scene from the day before that present day. You know, I yeah. think they only did that for uh, Justin Long's like dreams and shit. Was it okay? Because yeah. it would be like him thinking about something, and then he'd wake up and be in some terrible situation. Okay, that's what I didn't. I don't think they did a good job with making it clear that that was his dreams. So it just kind of seemed like it was random cutting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I could feel that. I definitely, I'm not going to lie. There was some parts, like, uh, or with the girlfriend talking to uh, Haley Joel Osment. Mm-hmm. Those were some random, like, monologues and stuff. Yeah. And like I said, that's kind of Kevin Smith's shtick. It's heavy monologues, like, either deep or funny shit. Yeah. Which the Osmond dude, he's freaking snake. <laughs> he was a snake. I was like, that's Marco saw today. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that is terrible. I I still feel like a type of way about that. Like, just yeah. jumping in and just snaking your, your yeah. fucking boy's lady. Yeah. Couldn't but do it. it. In the movie, she didn't seem too interested in him. You know, she no. was more like a therapist type dude for it. Friend zone for sure. Felt like it. Yeah. I think he was hitting, though. I don't think so. You don't think he was hitting? No. You know Bro, what gave that away? You know what gave that away? The next day, after they shared the bed, he was sleeping at the feet. You didn't notice that? Uh-uh. Yeah, so his head was at the feet of the bed. And hers was, you know, regular. Maybe they just fell asleep during 69. <laughs> <laughs> no, that wasn't the case. You could tell, dude. You could tell. And she, she seemed like she was the, the faithful one, you know. Obviously, we learned that uh, the Justin Long character wasn't. He was kind of a dirtbag. Yeah, so that's a big thing, is Justin Long, the main character, uh, Wallace Brunton. Did you get, uh, did you catch that his name is Wallace? <laughs> right, yeah, I was Walrus. like, wow, that was, that was clever, but not too clever, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, in the beginning, with me not knowing anything about the movie, I didn't put two and two together. But by the end of the movie, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm not going to do scene by scene, but we should start with the fucking intro, bro, where they're watching like a YouTube video mm-hmm. about the uh, the guy's name is, the video is called The Kill Bill Kid. Yep. And mm-hmm. it's where a kid chops his own fucking leg off with a samurai sword trying to do, pretty much trying to do a TikTok before TikTok yeah. was a thing. Glorious. Yeah, he was trying to go viral. CGI was terrible on it, but. And you know, I, I honestly didn't even write realized that he had chopped his leg off himself i thought he was uh already one-legged nah dude he was fucking with that sword and he cut his leg off jeez and then uh 
their podcast is called the Nazi Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> That was that was a good little twist because I you know set up a couple jokes later on. That was clever. I like that. Yeah, but it was spelled N O T S E E. Yeah, because like we were talking about earlier, it's a traveling podcast, pretty much. Yeah. Where he goes on these adventures, and then he talks about it on the podcast with his friend. What well, made it fucked up though is they they had party in their name too, right? So it was the Nazi Party Podcast or something, yeah. like that. <laughs> which is you know. Was it the Nazi party? I think it was. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Because he would even say, like, in the fucking German accent, like, join the Nazi party. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is pretty fucked up for a podcast in America, but whatever. Bro, Justin Long is the man, dude. Like, he, uh, have you seen Zach and Mary make a porno? No. Is that the one with, uh... He's got Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's in that one, bro, and he's got this role as a fucking gay dude. It's fucking incredible. Oh, I've seen that. I've seen that. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So just the dude's fucking range, man, is incredible. Yeah, he was the one selling the toys, right? No, he's the gay porn star. I know, but didn't he have, like, one of those passion parties with the woman? I don't think so. I've seen that that movie a fuck ton. I'm pretty sure it's a different one. Because he played, like, a gay dude with long hair and a soul patch in another movie where he is, like, you know, the gay dude that was, like, mm. the passion party. He was doing throwing a passion party for all the females and the guy should I seen that one. I don't what know. What is that from? I forgot. I thought it was that movie because uh-uh. I could have swore it was Seth Rogen. No, nah, and this one he has, like, the deep voice and he's, like, clean cut and he's got, like, a slick back and shit. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, no, so... Um, in terms of this one is, it's a slow movie, bro. That's why I've been trying to do this for a long time, but mm-hmm. I keep putting it off because I know it's not a fucking, you know, splatter fest. Like, I mean, it is on parts, yeah. but really when you think about it, it's a pretty slow movie. It's a slow burn. Yeah. Very dialogue heavy. A lot of shit to unpack in it. Um, but when it does fucking the shock moments in this, I feel are really fucking well done. Yeah, for sure. Like, because Justin Long, he goes to Canada to go fucking talk to some... He goes to initially to talk to this guy from the Kill Bill kid video. The one-legged Kill Bill, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but after he finds out that kid murks himself, and he's very upset about it, and we're very, <laughs> like, aware that uh, Wallace is an asshole. Yeah, that that definitely shows you his character, because he was more concerned about him not having any Anybody podcast material yeah. <laughs> rather than, Oh, this kid just killed himself, you know? So, and that they were probably a factor in him killing himself. Cause they're the ones who fucking, pushed yeah, the video. I was thinking about that. Like, was it, did he watch the podcast where they were making fun of him? Well, they're the yeah. ones who made the video go viral. Cause they found it. Oh, are they the ones who pushed it? Oh shit. Yeah. So it probably was their fault. Yeah, yeah, but he didn't, so he didn't take any responsibility for it, at least, you know, in the movie. Mm -hmm. And uh, when he doesn't find the kid, he's at a bar, he sees a letter from some old dude to go fucking, you know, uh, tell stories. Yeah, it pretty much was saying that he's an old dude who explored the world pretty much, or or has had a bunch of different adventures, and he has a lot of stories to tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so Justin Long makes a decision to drive out to bumfuck nowhere to this dude's mansion. Just to get some fucking something for his podcast to take home. Yeah. And which I, uh, which I feel for him. I mean <laughs> I mean, knowing what we know now, it's obvious to be like, yo, that's fucking stupid. Yeah. But sure. let's be honest. Who would have thunk that it would go where it goes? Yeah. Not at all. Like, the worst that could happen is I think, like, this dude's going to try to, like, rub my leg while we're talking or some shit, you know? Or just straight up just kill you. 
Yeah. yeah. You, know, <laughs> at, you know, at least maybe just fucking shoot you. Yeah. Not, you know, fucking Mutilate. cut off your legs and shit. Oh, my God. And, uh, but yeah, so this dude drugs him with tea. Knocks his ass out. Yeah. And that's kind of like the first, like, oh, fuck moment I remember is when he wakes up after he's told him, like, mm. you got bit by a spider. Yeah. And, you know, it's all, this whole movie's really lighthearted, right? It's yeah. real goofy, really silly. And even this part's really silly and up until the point where he uh, he tells him, like, why can't I feel my legs? He pulls the blanket off. One of his fucking legs is missing. And that's kind of the point where the, the whole tone of the movie changes. Yeah, but the irony of that, you know? He, they were making fun of this kid who chopped off his leg. Oh, you're right. And then, bam, he got hit with the same shit. <laughs> yeah, so... I bet that was going through his head a little bit, too, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Nah, dude, but I remember that was, like, a terrifying moment for me when he realized his leg was gone. Yeah. Like, it was definitely, like, you know, you could feel, like, what would you do in that situation? <sighs> I would have never went, first of all. But if I did, and that shit happened, the, the, the shitty part about it was when he pulled that cover off and he saw his leg, his body was still kind of paralyzed. Mm-hmm. So he couldn't do shit about it. He could just stare at it and scream. You know? Yeah, that old man had a game planned out perfect. Yeah. To where, like, he said, because he even says later on, like, I'm immobilized. Yeah. He's All like, he could do is move his fucking, he could just talk, right? Yeah. And that's always terrifying to me, bro. Imagine, like, because we're both pretty much bigger than most people, I feel, or at least taller. Mm-hmm. And the one way you could get fucked, bro, is if somebody just, like, Put the shot in you, dog, and you're fucking numb. Man. Yeah. It's one of those things that, like, one of the worst, that's, like, could be one of our worst fears, but you never think about it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, everybody thinks about, oh, I could drown. Oh, I could uh, fall off a ledge and whatever. No one ever thinks someone could paralyze me from, like, the neck down, you know? And just torture you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's up there. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> But uh, before that even, like, so the first time when Justin Long meets this old dude, Howard Howe, who's played by Michael Parks, the, this is kind of when we get a good idea of, like, the monologues we're going to be hearing. Because <clears throat> this dude, Michael Parks, beast of a fucking storyteller, dog. Yeah, for sure. Um, I personally, one of my favorite parts is when he's given the story about how he got lost at sea mm-hmm. and he's with the walrus. Yeah. Like, that that could easily be, like, really boring, but I feel like just the way the dialogue was written and the way he filmed the flashback, I was, like, really drawn into that shit. Yeah. Like, because this character talks about being, like, lost at sea. He washes up on a fucking glacier. Yeah. He gets saved by a walrus. And how he described the walrus as, like, a gentle, kind, like, he said almost nurturing creature. Mm-hmm. He said looked at him like <clears throat> if he was, like, a baby chick or something. Yeah, and even before that, when... uh He's initially in the water. He talks about they were looking for a fucking giant great white shark. Mm. And when he gets lost in the water, he's like, feels shit going by his legs. And he's all thinking, I hope it's eating my friends instead of me. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just, it was just well done. Like, that's probably like my favorite part of the movie, actually. Just that whole little stick right there. Yeah. Because it could easily be really boring to tell a story if it's not well done. Mm Mm-hmm. At least, like, from that perspective, because we're just watching the dude talk. But he was, like, the white Morgan Freeman with storytelling on that. Pretty much, man. <laughs> the guy was just a savage, bro. Yeah. And, um, 
But yeah, so that whole part was like like you said, Justin Long plays the part perfectly because he's like just being goofy as shit the entire time yeah. he's telling the story. Like the dude's got a giant fucking walrus dick hanging on his wall. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird part too. It, it was uh that's what kind of foreshadowed like how did he get that, you know? Like did he fucking take that himself from the walrus, you know? Right. Well, nah, dude. I'm sure you can find that motherfucker in like a museum, museum something. or something. You can snatch it up. I don't know. Who just fucking keeps walrus dick? We don't know, <laughs> we don't know what they do in Canada, bro. Yeah, in Canada, Canada. But uh, sorry, so, <clears throat> it's around this part, like we were talking about, where you find out that fucking Wallace's boy, bro, is having a thing with this girl, and you don't think they were banging, but I'm pretty confident, bro. He was tapping. Yeah, because she's. She knows he's cheating on her. Because mm-hmm. that's what we learn is uh, Wallace is fucking... Dude's just getting it from his fran- fans all over the place. Yeah. But I still don't think that she... I feel like she was trying to be a bigger person. You know, like she would spill her guts out to uh, Wallace's friend. Mm-hmm. But I don't think she ever put it out. I think she was giving her guts up to Wallace's friend. <laughs> No, I don't think she. I, she her character seemed like she wasn't gonna stoop down. You know, remember the part where she tells him like brush your teeth before you come to bed. Yeah, so that's what threw me. That's when I was like, okay, maybe I'm wrong. But then next day, they woke up and he was sleeping at the foot of the bed. Like if she was like, yeah, you can put your head that way, feet this, you know, like like fucking pillow down the middle or some shit. Right? Like I mean, if if that. you were to sleep with a woman. And she tells you, you got to sleep at the foot of the bed. Well, are you going to just sleep at the foot of the bed? Or are you going to be like, I'm just going to sleep regular? Like, you know? I sleep at the foot of the bed. No, you don't. Yeah. Do you really? Yeah. Why? I get comfortable that way, bro. I got a king-size bed, man. It's a weird shape. Yeah, okay. I, I have space to do that, man. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I just feel like that's weird. Like, why not just sleep up top? You know? I never sleep like towards the the top though. See, but do you like ever kick your girl in the face and stuff when you're turning? No, I feel like that'd be a problem. Well, I'm I'm like a you're a tosser, I'm a tosser and turner, you know. Nah, dude, I'm like a rock. Whenever I'm out, I'm just stuck. Oh, okay, I just sink into the bed and shit. Yeah, but no. So yeah, so I mean, so maybe he did, <laughs> but I'm not gonna lie. There isn't any like actual chemistry between Haley Joel Osment and Justin Long's woman, yeah. Which does kind of give the impression that possibly you know they are just friends, but I think it's heavily implied he is smashing. Yeah, but like in the one of the cutscenes back from uh, after he got drugged, mm-hmm. it shows uh, him and the Osment dude talking during the podcast or after the podcast yeah and he was all like yeah i'm taking your girl to the museum because you don't fucking want to do something like that you know and he was like thank god i don't want to do that shit you know so like i feel like it was pretty clear to um the fucking justin long character that nothing was going on that's kind of another thing that put me in that I would think, and like you said, like I said, I think it's the movie does a bad job of like showing the two of them actually being romantic, mm-hmm. because pretty much like as soon as they find out that something's up with Wallace, they kind of they go on this adventure to go find him, mm-hmm. and during that entire stretch, there's no indication that these two are banging. Yeah, like they don't hold hands, they don't really like kiss, they don't. Now after the movie, I guarantee something was going. 
It took that long <laughs> we'll for you to, to think this dude was fucking. Yeah, no, we'll we'll get we'll get to that soon. But all right, so now there's pretty much like I said, the movie. I feel like it starts out really strong. Yeah, up until when Wallace, because they're oh before that even after Wallace realizes his leg is cut, the scene where he's uh, having dinner with the old man. Yeah. And uh, that's the part where he's, like, realized he's paralyzed and shit. And that the old man is batshit crazy. Because he does the itsy-bitsy spider <laughs> fucking thing, dude. Yeah. Man. Because he, he told him that he had a... Uh, he got, got bit by a brown recluse. Yeah. And that that's why he passed out. And, and that's why he had to get his leg cut off. Yeah, because they said the venom went down his spine all the way to... And swelled up <laughs> oh his ankle. Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. The, uh, the excuses he was giving right? him about why he can't go to the hospital. Yeah. And then the he doctor. was like, we had to get rid of all the phones in the house. <laughs> and the doctor's making its rounds. Yeah. And the dude's like, what the fuck do you mean? Who else is he going to see? Yeah, he's like, take me to the fucking hospital. Yeah. And could you tell that uh, the main guy, the guy Michael Parks, was trying to fucking like hide his laugh while he was telling him that shit? Yeah. Man. Bro, that was so scary, bro. That guy plays such a good fucking nut. Yeah. Like, it's believable. Like, oh, this dude's really got some problems. fucking wacko. Like, terrible. And it's terrifying. Yeah. But, at the same time, I remember every time I watch this movie, I'm endlessly annoyed by his character. I hate him, bro. It's like on that Game of Thrones fucking Joffrey shit, bro. Like, it's just... You're gonna hate me. Every time he's on screen, bro, I can't stand him. I never, I, I tried watching Game of Thrones, the very first episode. Podcast just ending right now. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do it, dude. I couldn't. It was, it was just boring as hell to me. I mean, do you like like that fantasy, like medieval shit? See, though? I have a good imagination, so I could like it. Like, I liked all the fucking like uh, Lord of the Rings. Or what are you talking about? What are you about to say? Uh, I was in. Nah, I feel stupid. I was going to say Harry Potter. Like, <laughs> those are, like, different, <laughs> different, you know, uh, than the normal movies, you know, yeah. I guess you can say. So, I don't know. Maybe I just didn't gravitate towards it. I like n- fucking Narnia, you know, and that's probably the most closest thing to I like that. how you keep naming off all these young adult stories. Right. <laughs> the Hunger Games then, was fire, bro. And then Game of Thrones is all this fucking medieval, pretty, pretty, um, what's the word to use? Like, uh, it's more adult, I guess. It's definitely, yeah. Like, Narnia doesn't have 24 sex scenes in the first episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Or first movie, you know? <laughs> no. And fucking my- Game of Thrones, that threw me off. I was like, damn. I was like, they they be fucking in here. <laughs> my pitch for Game of Thrones is always, you gotta hold out for the main overarching story of ice zombies versus dragons. I mean... Okay. So that's where it's going to get. But, I mean, it is a slow-burning show. Is it? Oh. Like a motherfucker. So maybe I should, you know, <clears throat> but give it a chance. What was my point? Oh, the old man. Yeah. So in terms of villains, bro, it's just... It kind of turns into a chore after a while of seeing this dude just be evil. It's it, it's a rich, a rich dude that has nothing better to do, you know? I don't even know if he's rich, bro. He might just be a con man. You think he just stole that house? Because remember later on in the Johnny Depp scenes, whenever the, because Wallace manages to snatch up a phone uh-huh. and he calls uh, Haley Joel Osment and his girl. So they go on this quest to figure out where the fuck he is. Yeah. Which seems like a stretch. Yeah, for sure. But so they do it. They go to Canada and they meet up with this detective, Johnny Depp. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Who and, was uh, he, him? He looked like a fucking psycho himself. 
did you notice that he had one wandering eye the yeah. whole time he was talking? I was like, that was pretty, pretty cool how they did that. But Yeah, bro. And like you said, master of fucking disguise. Yeah. And he tells this story where he thinks he almost caught the guy, and he actually does. Yeah. And uh, he runs into the main guy, Howard Howe, and he's uh, completely changed his fucking personality. Yeah, it's he a was whole like other dude. fucking panhandle almost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was pretty much, um, he was like, he had some type of mental, yeah. he was like mentally challenged, right? Yeah, pretty much. And, um, but yeah, just that whole little stick he was doing. And I think he had told uh, Johnny Depp's character, the detective, that his name was like Bartholomew or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the Johnny Depp detective character, he had looked it up or whatever, his name, and he couldn't find it anywhere in the in all of Canada's records or whatever. Yeah, so that's why he assumed that that was the dude he was looking for. Yeah. No, nah, but on the subject of that, bro, that literal that whole part where Johnny Depp is talking, like at least when at the beginning when Howard was telling his story, there was like breaks for uh, the walrus scene and stuff. Mm-hmm. But when Johnny Depp is talking, bro, I swear to God, his scene was twenty minutes of just straight them sitting at this table and him talking in the little diner. And I mean, yeah, there was that one cut scene of him going to that cabin to find uh, Howard when he was like pretending to be somebody else. Mm-hmm. But it just felt long to me. Yeah, for sure. Like, there's definitely, I feel like after that scene where Wallace gets caught talking on the phone to Haley Joel Osment, from there on, it definitely felt a lot slower to me. Mm. I don't know if you felt that your first, like, run through. I, it was definitely slow, but I feel like it. they did a pretty good job working up to the, you know, that final scene of um so you were still like you were in tune. You yeah i was still i was still there you know i didn't sway <laughs> just get on my phone or nothing during those scenes i didn't get too bored put it that way yeah, yeah yeah so it's around this part like you were just saying that like we get our first glimpse of the walrus suit yeah which, which i was pretty fucking confused about that so to premise what we're talking about a little bit how we said that the old guy was fucking gonna turn justin long into a damn walrus Mm -hmm. he completely mutilated him fucking sewed his arms to his body in the shape of like what what walrus fins are like up here (laughs) yeah but the one part that i didn't understand was what did he use to fill in the rest of the suit? What do you mean? Because, like, Justin Long, he's... He's a skinny guy. He's a skinny guy. And when they showed the walrus, it was like a fucking blubber-filled walrus. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's one thing that I was a little confused about. Like, where the, what the fuck... What What's is this? Of it? Yeah. And then also, he used fucking faces... From other people. Part of the skin. As part of the skin for the walrus. It's a walrus suit completely made of human flesh. Yeah. And if you guys are going to watch it, it's one of the most disturbing shit to look at. Like, I was, like, kind of just sitting there with the, what the fuck is going on right now, you know? <laughs> and did you catch that the uh, the tusks that were on the face were his actual leg bones? I did not. 
So he turned his... That's why he cut his fucking legs off. He turned his leg bones into the tusks. That's fucking wild. I thought those were actual tusks. I thought so, too, but I was reading up on it. That's what that is. That's fucking wild. That puts a lot of shit into perspective, though, because, like, I was wondering why they get rid of the legs instead of just sewing them bitches together, you Mm -hmm. know? Fucking disturbing, bro. Super. And he probably did something to his vocal cords. That's why he doesn't talk. He they said yells. he uh, he they he cut his tongue out. Yeah. <clears throat> so he was just fucking screaming, and that was disturbing too, because mm-hmm. he was. It, it was fucking creepy how the old guy was like, "You're gonna be a walrus. You have to act like a walrus. You know, <laughs> walruses don't fucking cry or whatever. You know, like it's fucking just weird. Oh man, it's just so fucking creepy, bro. Every yeah. time anything, bro, anything the old man did was just fucking disturbing, dog. Yeah, but it gave he gave us some context when he told us his uh, upbringing. Ah, he had a fucked up childhood. Yeah, like it's weird because. Uh, I feel like he he touched on some like Epstein type shit, if you pay attention. Mm-hmm. And like he was saying how like he pretty much got passed around when he was a kid to a bunch of rich people. Yep. And because he said he was at an orphanage that got turned into a mental asylum, and they yeah. didn't take the kids out; they just blended all the shit together. Yeah. For and then from there, he got money just purposes passed yeah. around. Yeah, which is pretty fucked up. But that's when he, he said he had escaped to sea pretty much on a boat mm-hmm. and that's when he was fucking working as a as a cook cook yeah 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 but still he was probably fucking so they try to humanize him a little bit with that yeah. backstory doesn't work no not at <laughs> all. there's no excuse for it bro like yeah that's fucked up but like i'm sure there was a lot of people that had similar experiences who didn't go on a rampage of just turning people into animals you know isn't that crazy that that shit actually happens to like children like, people, like, fucking rich people fucking just pass around kids, pretty much. Yeah, man, that's probably still a fucking thing, bro. Yeah. It's crazy. I, I was uh, reading up on it a little bit, the Ghislaine Maxwell case. hmm She fuck. they said they found, like, they have, like, 30 million pages of evidence that she had. And nothing's gone, like, public about with any of that shit. Imagine, like, weird. all the fucking high-profile names, like, involved in that shit that, like, just aren't probably aren't going to come to light. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. many people's names are getting scrubbed off lists? See, and I had a weird theory that, because that shit came out right around the time coronavirus came out. Mm-hmm. And so I had a weird theory that a lot of the people that were on those list of names, they all got put on house arrest. And to make it not so known to the public that they were on house arrest they just put the whole world on house arrest and said Mm. you know like so it made it blend in kind of but wasn't part of that theory supposed to be that they were all going to get like arrested like a pretty soon like after corona started and none of them got arrested yeah but like there was a couple of high profile ones that were like on house arrest then a lot of them flee to fucking australia for some goofy ass reason yeah they it's a bunch of weird shit that happened with that but let's get back to movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, like you said, Howard's kind of going through. He's trying to train Wallace to be a walrus, and he's telling him his backstory. He's making him do walrus-like activity, like swimming and shit. Yeah. And um, so we end up learning that Howard fucking murked the fucking walrus that saved him. Yeah. And which I thought he was fucking 
trying to like uh recreate his old friend, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like trying to bring him back. So that's another twist, right? Is that low key he just wants to fight a walrus again. But yeah. he feels like he he cheated the other walrus or some shit, right? I I don't remember that, but it was just fucking that like you said, a twist. That you thought they were about to be best pals. You like, <laughs> thought he just wanted like a friend. Yeah. But no, he just wanted to fight another guy in a walrus oh, suit. Yeah, some real predator shit. I don't know. It was kind of random. Yeah. And he puts on another fucking walrus suit. <laughs> bro, this dude murdered a lot of people. Bro. Uh, he had to. And if you've seen uh, the swimming scene, mm-hmm. when he threw him in the water, there was like two other walruses down at the bottom. Oh, human walruses. So fucking scary, bro. Yeah. And it was all deteriorated and you just saw a human skull with fucking uh, husk. <sighs> Fuck. Fucking I was about to sneeze. No, I was about to sneeze. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking... I hate that. Go ahead. <laughs> that was aggressive. I well, because I was about to sneeze aggressive and it just fucking went away. <laughs> yeah, like so, it just looks like a twitch. Yeah. <laughs> nah, dude. But yeah, so he sees the other walrus bodies at the bottom of the fucking tank. Mm-hmm. And by the way, what kind of fucking mansion has just like this indoor fucking? What would you even call it? It was a pool, like but it was like a hole. It was like metal doors and shit and like platforms. Yeah. It seemed like it was made perfectly for walrus. You know, like something you would see at a zoo. You're right, like an aquarium. Yeah. Very random. Very. But I guess he had to have had fucking money. He had but. to have. Like, uh, and like all the memorabilia shit on his walls and stuff. Like, I, I feel like he probably was really that interesting guy that he said he was. Mm-hmm. But he was just a fucking wacko. I just picture him murking people and taking over their lives. Yeah. Yeah, must have some does. shitty detectives, bro. Because he killed, he had to have killed like dozens of motherfuckers. Well, didn't you? When they talked to the actual police mm-hmm. in Winnipeg, he was like, "Oh, Canada doesn't have any uh, serial killers." He and then he made a fucking dumbass joke. He was like, "Unless you uh, count the the potheads who steal all the Captain Crunch." <laughs> 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 fucking Canada. Do you think people are really like that in Canada? Like. I th- they talked about it in the beginning. They're like, I heard all Canadians are like super nice. He's like, no, don't get it confused. He's like, we're just optimistic. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dude, I'm pretty sure it's like anywhere. Like I, maybe, uh, like I think there's good people and bad people. Yeah. Like people who are like more friendly than others. Like it's probably like everywhere. Well, like I've heard in France that they're all fucking assholes and nobody likes French people. Mm-hmm. So, like, I was like, maybe Canada, they really are all nice up there. You know? If you've been fucked up as many times as France has historically, you'd be salty, too. Right, yeah. They fucking probably hate Americans, huh? Probably. Yeah. Why'd you take so long to jump in the fight? They're like the guy that got knocked out really early in the fight. Yeah. Why didn't you jump in, bro? <laughs> Where were you, dog? <laughs> but no. Uh, so, yeah, so we end up seeing, we get a scene of fucking Howard in his own walrus suit fighting Wallace. Which is fucking weird as as well it is yeah he had a fucking human skin blood dripping all over him and it was like it was weird because you could tell he was in the costume rather than justin long who was actually sewed up yeah so it's fucking strange and uh the climactic point of that fight is howard like tears himself out of the suit Uh, yeah and he's like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which i don't get bro why what was the point of the suit to begin with and he's like but i am man or some shit like that 
Yeah, he he was like, I think he tore out after he heard the friends in the house. Because that was at the same time that the friends had broke the door down and were searching throughout the house trying to find him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't even know, dude. I think it was just because the fight had gone to a stalemate. Yeah. And he and was like, like... They were like fucking just humping each other pretty much. Like, you're in a walrus suit. What are you going to do? You know? Right. And uh, so what did he have, like a knife or something? I don't think he had anything. Because he was going to do something. Because there was some attack he was about to do before Wallace fucking just put his fucking tusk into his foot. I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he could have probably grabbed one of the tusks that Possibly. he had on his head. And uh, so after he puts a tusk in his foot, he falls on his back, and that's when Wallace just goes ham and fucking yeah, shivs fucking him. jumped on him and just fucking... Prison style him, bro. And, yeah, that's how Howard dies. Yeah, but that's when you also see, like, the fucking savage and Justin Long come out, you know? Uh, obviously, anybody in that situation probably would be the same way because you just got fucking mutilated and made into a fucking walrus. Because it making him eat raw fish. Yeah, but he just he just went, like, savagery mode and just just going, stabbing him repeatedly with his tusk. Mm-hmm. That's fucking wild. That was a theory I read, is that the point of the movie was, like, to show that Wallace was a monster before he was a tusk. Before he mm. was a walrus. Yeah. And turning into a walrus actually... Made him a monster? No, made him fucking better. Oh, like humbled him up a little bit? Yes. Okay. Because, so, the friends bust in after this part. Yeah. And they're terrified of what they fucking it's see. Fucking terrified. And Wallace is completely gone. He's no longer Wallace. He's just it's fucking... Walrus. Yeah. <laughs> he's just an insane walrus now, made yeah. of human flesh. Fucking Wally the walrus. And so, at this point, uh, Johnny Depp's character walks in with a shotgun, and it looks like he's about to blast him. And it kind of looked like Justin Long was asking for that. Do you think, would you have shot him? Dude, That that's one thing. As the walrus, if I was made into a walrus, when I went underwater, I would have drowned myself. Yeah, I was thinking about that. Wouldn't that be a fucking better way to go than right? to keep... I know we like, talked about on our la- on your podcast that we wouldn't drown, but I feel like that's one of those scenarios when I'm like, you know what? This isn't the worst way to go. Right. I know. I just fucking turned into a fucking human walrus. This isn't too bad, you know? <laughs> but, yeah, John- when Johnny Depp walked in and pointed the gun at him, I thought he was going to just shoot. But then you could kind of hear the friends like, no, 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 no. And like, what the fuck? What does he have to live for now? You know? Right. So. And after that, we get an epilogue. Yeah, it said one year later or something like that. One year later, Mm -hmm. and Wallace is now living in a shockingly small fucking enclosure. enclosure. Yeah, like at a zoo. Bro, that motherfucker, I I remember being bigger in my head. That motherfucker's about a bedroom size. Like a normal person's bedroom is where Wallace is staying. Yeah. And he's got a little pool, and he's in a teepee. One one thing I didn't understand was uh, why did they put his big gulp in his enclosure still? I think that's supposed to represent Wallace's humanity. Because uh-huh. it's in every scene, apparently, he's in. Oh, okay. Because at the start of the movie where he meets Howard, he has it. When he gets his leg cut off, he has it. While he's getting sewed up, the cup is near him. During dinner, it was on the table. When he's in the walrus suit, the cup is near him on the floor, like, from to play with. Hmm. 
That's fucking weird. So I think that's supposed to be like his attachment to like, you know, life before. Yeah. But it's pretty fucked up that the friends thought, oh, he's better off living in a zoo mm-hmm. than being dead. Yeah, no. Fuck that. If I don't even think a zoo it has fucking people's faces Chris, on his skin. Can I tell you if someone ever makes me into a fucking walrus, you fucking shoot me square between the eyes, okay? I got you, bro. Thank you. Appreciate it. And something else I wondered about, bro, is why couldn't he just get out of the suit? He didn't have no legs or fucking hands. They got He didn't have to be in the suit. Couldn't they just cut him out of the suit? I'm sure he would have looked fucked up, but I think they could have managed. Yeah, I didn't. That's fucking weird to think about, too. Because he, he definitely had to have... He was inside of a suit. Yeah. He's not fused to the goddamn suit. I mean, he is fused, but you yeah. could cut him out of it. But could he live without all that? Even if he was, like, all, like, crazy and shit, and he was yeah. still acting like a walrus, wouldn't it make more sense to, like, have him in, like, a mental hospital? See, Trying to get rehabbed? Kill me. Dude, like, that, that's... That's one twist at the end of the movie that you're like, why? Like, you saw Johnny Depp point the gun at him, getting ready to fucking end his shit. Blast him. Should've. They should've ended it with that. They should've let him die. They should've fucking buried him. They should've had a little funeral scene, maybe. And all his fans show up. Like, that would've been a cool thing to do. But instead, he's a fucking walrus. Like, that's the most shitty thing in the world. Something else I just thought of. So, like, he makes that phone call to his friends. And I'm assuming they get there in, like, two days or something, right? And they're looking for him. So, I'm assuming this all takes place over the course of, like, a week at the most, maybe. Probably, yeah. Because when, when he had picked up the phone and called, I remember her saying that he hasn't called or texted for three days. Yes. So... Yeah, so you're probably maybe right. A about week a week or two, maybe. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's really quick to like break the human psyche. I feel like it would have took a little bit longer. I don't know, cause it, you got to think he got to work right after he fucking knocked him out the first time with the T. So you think a week of being in a walrus suit, you'd lose all your humanity? Dude, I would lose all my humanity after he chopped off my leg. <laughs> like, what the fuck am I here? Just take, you know, like. So, I don't know. They're, different people have different lengths of, uh, you know, the will to keep going. That's true. So You never know, man. I might, like you said, the second the motherfucker drugs me with something and takes one leg, that's probably it. Right, yeah. But so. at the end, there's a part where the girl's talking. What's the context of it where she's saying, like, the difference between people and animals is that we have souls. Are we The people who cry, animals don't cry or some shit. Which is weird because... Uh, they fucking show. crazy dude said that too in the middle of the movie. Mm-hmm. Walruses don't cry, you know. <laughs> and then the le- one of the last scenes is they show Wallace with tears coming down his eyes, which yeah. is like another one of those reasons, like why not just fucking murk him, bro? All right? Like I would, if I was in that enclosure, I'd find a way to kill myself, like right away. A fucking big gulp, I'd stab my throat with the fucking straw. I don't care, you know. <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's just there's no reason to want to live after that, you know. Yeah, especially in a zoo all those i went to the zoo the other day and almost every fucking animal that we've seen looked depressed as fuck yeah bro they're all drugged yeah it's fucking terrible and like the it's funny because the polar bears are like a big attraction there right when you walk in they're fucking there but every time i've gone in the past five years i've been probably like three times and every single time 
they're just pacing, like a total of probably ten feet back and forth, just pacing. Oh, waiting to fucking go. <laughs> Last time I went, the motherfucker was trying to break the glass. No, uh oh, It would, like, He's swim under dip. bottom and just fucking kick its feet trying to break the glass. See, that'd be a little cooler to see, you know? Yeah. I don't want to see him fucking pace. <laughs> but, no, so... This movie, in general, man, I I really like it. I... But I can objectively see that it is slow. Yeah. And it does drag at some points. Yeah, you definitely got to be a movie buff to kind of watch it. You, you definitely have to be in a good mood to watch it because I feel like if you're looking for something that's gonna like uplift you, yeah, or well, no, just make like, you laugh. <laughs> it can like you can kind of zone out on some of the monologues. Yeah, and I feel like you got to really be trying to pay attention for some of this. Yeah, and see, like with the the longest monologue you said, the Johnny Depp one. That whole time, I was so in tune with it. Because I was just like, is that this motherfucker Johnny Depp? You know? This is important. I was like, this is either Johnny Depp or that one dude from uh, all the Adam Sandler movies. Um, Steve Buscemi? Is that, was he the one of the gay ones in uh, Big Daddy? No, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, one of the one of his gay friends in, in uh, Big Grandma's Daddy. Boy? Yeah, yeah, him. I thought it was him with wow. prosthetic nose and stuff, you know? Uh-uh. Because they kind of had similarity. So I, in my head, I was kind of like going back and forth. Like, it's fucking Johnny Depp. It has to be. You know? So Did that's you watch this by yourself or with bit. your girl? Uh, my girl was like in and out watching it. Because she was like, this fucking disturbing. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I pretty much watched it by myself. Right on. But I feel like that's Tusk in a nutshell. So yeah. we can go and jump on from that. For sure. Um, What was I going to say? Bro, but so I've been. Justin Long. Deserved every single thing he had going to him on that. Oh, bro, Justin Long was the fucking goat for this. Yeah, no, no, but I'm saying like his, oh, character, his character. He was pr- fucking asshole, you know. So Terrible he kind of deserved everything he got. He set himself up for that. It was the that was the the irony in all of it was like beautiful. Yeah, that was definitely karma. Yeah, for sure. But no, I was gonna say, bro. The next time I have you do one of these, I've been kind of like, I was like, all right, either I'm gonna have him do something kind of silly, or just like fucked up. Yeah. Next one, bro, you're definitely getting something just terrifying. Jeez. Not human centipede. I won't do it. No, no not gross, but something <laughs> yeah. legitimately that, like, scares me. Okay, yeah. I, I want to because I'm a person who doesn't fuck with scary movies that terrify me. Like, if yeah. I'm actually like, oh, fuck now. Fuck that. Like, I put a pillow in front of my face still to this mm. day just to right when you – you know, like, in scary movies, you hear the music just, like, slowly getting – softer and softer and then just cuts dead silence that's when i'm like whoosh, put the pillow in front of my face and then i'll hear like ah, something, and then yeah, i'll yeah. fucking bring it out and look but that's everybody dude like I, even i like i turn my head a little bit like i kind of like, <laughs> like for, it's almost like you know you're gonna get hit like it's right. a punch so you're bracing for fucking impact yeah there's only a handful of movies nowadays that like do that for me so but like i said the next time you do one of these i'm definitely gonna it's not gonna be because i was thinking either cabin in the woods this or some shit we need to do one of a scary movie that's gonna be coming out so like everybody keeps telling me bro and i think i want to do that yeah no but i'm saying like my next one i do with you i want to do it on a a brand new movie so like i think conjuring three is coming out this Mm -hmm. year and they're bringing back uh valak the nun, the nun, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I want, I want to do that one because the the nun scared the fuck out of me in the Conjuring movies. All right, so unpopular opinion. Okay. I went to see the nun of the movies. 
I didn't watch that movie though. You haven't seen the nun? Yeah, like isn't that based on her? Yeah, it's the same universe as the Conjuring and Annabelle. Yeah, so I didn't. That's how much I'm scared of her though. Like, I didn't want to watch that shit. I watched the Conjuring because she's well, like literally a, just seen the images and you're like, nope. Yeah, like or like what was it, Conjuring Two when she was looking at the painting painting of her and then she just fucking like came out of it. Yeah, I was like, fuck that. Like I'm not change change it, mom. Like, yeah, <laughs> it's fucking terrible. But no, so yeah, okay, so I won't jump into that, but fucking yeah we could do that something newer yeah because mm. like mo- most of the old scary movies i've watched or seen bits of it but i, th- I think my next one i do with you i want to do something that's fresh you know something brand new yeah i want i want to spoil the fuck out of it for people you know hell yeah that's <laughs> what i like uh people keep telling me like i should do like every now and then um a newer movie kind of like to promote the movie that's coming out and shit. yeah and that that's going to be good for uh, fucking views and shit because you're going to be doing something that's fresh on people's mind, you know? True that, true that. I don't know. It's a weird time for movies, though, with fucking COVID and shit. They're not pushing yeah. a lot of stuff. That's why I'm hoping the fucking, by at least the summer, there should be a couple good movies coming out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, hey, I recommend everybody go see Nobody with fucking, uh, I think his name's Bob Odenkirk. The one Bob from, Odenkirk. Yeah, Everybody Calls Saul and Breaking Bad. He's fucking hell of an actor, but he he got like his big role of him being a badass in this movie. So I definitely recommend everybody. Have you seen Breaking Bad? Yeah. Fucking fire. Fire, fire. Uh, Everybody calls Saul's all right. It's not as dope as Breaking Bad. I saw some of the first season and I just got kind of bored. Yeah, it's definitely a lot slower than Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. I uh, I remember my dad watching Breaking Bad religiously, and I was like, I think I saw one or two episodes, and I was like, okay, I'll start this from the top. Hmm. Fire, yeah, motherfucker, just it's just it's one of the <clears throat> when people talk about like perfect shows and like how it ends and stuff, that's mm-hmm. definitely up there. It's up there with, like Sopranos. Yeah, it's definitely one of those shows that you can watch repeatedly. You mm-hmm. know, like I've seen the whole thing probably three times, so it's like it just doesn't get old. And, like, you know what shit's coming, but yeah. it's just, like, it's still fucking cool to watch, you know? It's really, uh, it's just a great story, man. Like, everything that happens, you don't expect, but it's all well done. Nothing's, like, too out of the realm of possibility. Yeah, very realistic shit. Except the laundering, you know? I feel like uh, people catch on a little faster than they do. <laughs> just a wee bit. Yeah. But, no. Also, we wanted to talk about fucking uh, Godzilla and King Kong, bro. Yep. Now, before you watch the movie, whose corner was you in? Godzilla. Okay. See, I was in King Kong. Just because I, I like King Kong. Gorilla, you know? Fucking king of the jungle. So. so, But who did you think was going to win? I honestly thought King Kong was going to win. He has fucking thumbs, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he has thumbs, bro, but Godzilla melted New York in the last movie. Right, yeah. Like, so. just by standing in it. I, the, what was it? I only watched the last Godzilla movie, the one where he was fighting, um... Ghidorah? The three-headed dragon? Yeah, remember how that ended, bro, when he melted New York and that dragon? See, no, I I don't remember that specifically, so... Yeah, because they, like, juiced his ass up with radiation, and he's just walking through the city, like, disintegrating buildings. Yeah, I didn't fucking even realize that. Yeah, yeah. Probably looked away at that point. <laughs> I was fairly confident though. I was like, Godzilla's gonna hand him that fucking L. Yeah. And then what in the movie 
not giving any spoil big spoiler or anything but the fucking uh one the lady who was watching king kong like mm-hmm. like pretty much uh handler handler yeah she was like kong backs down to nobody and i was like damn right you know? <laughs> like yeah. that's when i was like yeah he's not gonna lose so me dude i was so gassed up for this movie bro that i watched the motherfucker at um five o'clock in the morning damn with some nachos mm. i had like a big ass bag of tostitos chips and like a little bowl of fucking nacho cheese that i pulled out of my fucking he pantry. was trying to get the full movie experience huh? bro i got <laughs> off of work at four o'clock in the morning and i knew how to take my daughter to school at eight so i was like i got three hours to kill let's yep. fucking get it was did and, it meet uh, all your expectations no what I was looking forward to, what I enjoyed most about Godzilla, King of All Monsters, and Kong Skull Island was the variety of the Titans. Yeah. And in this movie, there wasn't a lot of variety. It's mm. just Godzilla, Kong, and then they introduce two characters, two Titans, and I was just underwhelmed by it. Yeah. I feel like a movie that big, there should have been more fucking... See, and I'm on the other side of that. I'm I'm glad that they kept it between um, the two main characters, you know? So, like, what I loved was, it's not giving away anything in the beginning, in the fucking intro video, how they're, like, showing, like, every the King Kong, Godzilla's history mm-hmm. of tight, who Titans they fall and stuff. I loved how they did it bracket style. Like NCAA type shit. Right, yeah. yeah. So I was like, this is like legit boxing tournament, you know? <laughs> like, because that's how they played it. It was like versus, you know? So I liked how they were like, yeah, King Kong took out this whole fucking side. Godzilla took out this whole side. Now let's see who's the fucking king of the Titans, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but for the most part, bro, I feel like this is more of a King Kong movie than a Godzilla movie. Because Godzilla's in the movie for about 10 minutes. Yeah, total. But hey, King uh, Godzilla has like fucking ten movies, <laughs> so he he's got his justice. People know Godzilla, you know. That's true, but more or less, Godzilla is a background character in this movie. Yeah. It's mostly Kong's story. I feel like for sure, because they that's one thing I did like they uh, they showed the the more humane side of Kong, you know. Mm-hmm. So like he he was more of like he's more humanized, I guess you could say. So I was thinking about this, right? Have you seen the, I don't know if you have, the new Tom and Jerry movie that's on HBO? Yeah, I did. What do you think of that? I'm going to go back to Kong, but I'm going to just, just vaguely. I don't know. I think it's super hard to do these live action with the animation uh-huh. because it's like you have to get it perfect. And I feel like they were too uh, animated. Like, I think fucking uh, Sonic they got it perfect. So you think they should have been more CGI than cartoon? Yeah, for sure. I think that would have made it look a little, a little. More, I th- I think it would have been more enjoyable. And you see, that didn't bother me so much. More so, it's the story around the characters. Yeah, like that all felt corny to me. Like the whole hotel aspect. Like I love that actress Chloe uh, Grace Moritz. I like everything she does, but mm-hmm. I just didn't feel like it was it. You know, it felt yeah. real. Well, I feel like they catered more to children today rather than the children that grew up with Tom and Jerry. Right. And that's the same problem that I had with King Kong and Godzilla. Mm -hmm. Like, there wasn't a lot of story there, bro. Yeah. 
Like, well, think about, like, the people characters and their story around Godzilla and Kong. The one thing that I thought was more relatable is they talked about conspiracy wow. shit. The conspiracy podcast guy, bro. Yeah. yeah and yeah. I was like, that's pretty badass. Because, like, I listened to a fucking conspiracy podcast, or I used to a lot when I was fucking working, but it was uh, called Tinfoil Hat. And it was just, like, a fucking guy talking about a bunch of conspiracies. I'm subscribed. You know? Yeah. Sam Tripoli's my guy, bro. Fuck yeah. Yeah. But... I think that was a, a cool thing that they brought into like the modern times of and Hollow Earth because I think that shit's real too. It's just real too. I like all of that, and you're right. Narratively, that all works, but just in terms of the story, like how necessary was that plot point with the chick from Stranger Things and that guy? Like you could have took it out, and how much would it have affected the story? Mm, yeah, I don't know. One thing that I was confused about was. Uh, that Stranger Things chick, mm-hmm. her dad, yeah, he was in the King Kong with uh, Jack Black. Yeah, he was he was the like he was actor. One of the explorers, right? Yeah, yeah. So I I thought it was uh, cool how they reused him for this, you know, kind of paying mm-hmm. homage to the old older King Kongs. Yeah, so I think that was kind of how they had to make it necessary for to use that character's daughter because they didn't want to make him completely uh irrelevant character in the movie you know? yeah because yeah. he pr- he was pretty irrelevant in the whole he was literally a background character yeah so and even besides that i mean i kind of get the one thing that it did do that i enjoyed was like you said the part where Khan got humanized by that his handler and that lady and mm-hmm. the daughter yeah but so i think we've been on godzilla and kong a lot but pretty much I didn't... I'm about a three on it. Like, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. Three out of six, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm about a... I'm going to say five, just because it was... I think that was a good movie to have came out after so long of having no movies. Mm-hmm. You know? Because this fucking pandemic and shit. <clears throat> so yeah. I think that was a good start to the next line of movies that are coming out yeah dude it's been a cool two-month stretch with justice league then this mm-hmm. and now uh, mortal Kombat's coming out in a couple of weeks see i'm not a fan of mortal Kombat, the video game i'm more just because i like the superhero shit i'm more of the injustice you know mm-hmm. i like that shit better so anytime those 1v1 player fighting things came out i'd always go to the injustice rather than mortal Kombat. Ah, okay. Yeah. So I think if they would have made a twist and did, like, the DC Universe doing that shit, that would have been a lot more badass. (laughs) Bro, they've done so much shit with that. Didn't they do, like, a Mortal Kombat versus, like, fucking Street Fighter and stuff? I think so. Yeah. I love all those crossovers, man. Like, I like when uh, Nintendo did a crossover with, like, the Final Fantasy characters and shit. Nah, I don't remember that. They're, like, pretty much just anime characters fighting Super Mario and stuff. Really? Yeah. That's cool. But, no. So, the big thing with Tusk is they have uh, some <clears throat> some points that are revisionist history. And I remember you talking about your favorite school subjects was history. Mm-hmm. I also, you know, fuck with that. So, I was wondering, you know, what about it do you fuck with? With the Kong? No, just in general. Like, I remember you talked about on one of your podcasts that you like That I history. fucked with history? In general. Like, what does that come from? I, as part of it comes from my, like, my love for conspiracy shit. 
you yeah. know, because like every conspiracy, you it it takes you back to like a origin start point of it, mm-hmm. and like from like the JFK shit, you know, that's way back in the was nineteen sixties, early nineteen sixties, late fifties. And it's like talking about how like the CIA is all, was all involved, and then the fucking mob, and then the fucking Cubans, and like so like that type of history is cool. And then it even goes back to like um, the World War One, how it started. Our history books tell us one thing, but there's conspiracies that say another thing. And then it's also like one thing that I fuck with with history is. The winner always – it's like the, the winner, winner dictates the story. Exactly. So we could be getting – our whole history book that we learned from school could be completely fucking all scrambled, you know. That's or, such like a mind fuck, bro. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I like it a lot because we don't know, but if we kind of learn our – it's like history repeats itself. I do believe that. So, like, if we learn from the past, like, how things have worked, how it's happened, and then we kind of piece together similar things that are going on uh, today. So, like, um, they uh, the news was always comparing the Spanish flu to what's mm-hmm. going on today. And, like, there, if you go look at, like, the history of it it was like the spanish flu there was a lot of people that were like masking up back then too or wearing fucking full-on gas Gas mask you know yeah and it's like uh it's weird that that was in the 1920s and 100 years later here we are doing the same shit you know yeah so and people forget people would fucking forget but they don't care like if you tell like people listening they're they're gonna be like oh that's fucking weird thing about and then it's just gonna go on to the next thing that's one thing i want to talk about okay so i know it's kind of like off topic but i don't know if it, it could just be me i'm sure it i'm 100 percent sure not everybody's like this but i feel like we're constantly consuming shit now like in this day and age if it's not our phone it's the tv mm-hmm. if it's not the tv it's fucking podcast or whatever you know yeah or commercials or st- stupid shit you know mm-hmm. and like what what do you do you think we'll ever get away from that or do you think it'll get worse nah dude pandora's box has been opened we have the access the internet's really specifically what did it yeah so the need for a library the need to n- nothing everything came too easy everything is still coming too easy you have any questions we know the answer, bro. We're all essentially the smartest people who ever lived. Mm-hmm. Like, at any time in, like, human history, you go back fucking 50... Hell, bro, you go back 30 years, we'd be the smartest fucking guy in the world as long as we had our phone in our pockets. Yeah. And true. that's, like I said, it's Pandora's box, man. It's been opened. People are so accustomed to living life this way now. Like, uh, for example, have you ever been at a doctor's office and not looked at your phone? It's imp- it's impossible not to because like fuck you're gonna stare at the wall and look at the you look like a serial killer right bro. yeah and that's like a complex I have but yeah just for like you have to even if you're not looking at anything you have to right. have it in your hand and pretend like you're doing something with it yeah otherwise it's <laughs> people look at you bro like you're See, insane and like for uh, for the people listening to podcasts like we listen to other podcasts too it's that's when we're consuming. Mm-hmm. But with us doing our own podcast, it's kind of like a breath of fresh air because that's the one moment 
in my at least in my day where I put the phone down and I'm literally talking to someone that face That is weird. To face. I never thought about that, bro. So like I, that's why I enjoy it cuz I could talk to like I like talking to my sister and my cousin face to face, you know? And it's like it is that's the one time where I'm not consuming and I'm more talking like getting that human experience, you know, because So you're producing. Yeah, everybody else is or not everybody else, but like people in general were sucked into our phone. All day. Mm-hmm. If it's not the phone, it's fucking TV. If it's not TV, it's laptop. You know, it's like a fucking endless, endless chain of just stuff. I think a lot of it, though, bro, like, that can be a good thing, depending on the media that you are consuming. Yeah. Because there's positive things you could be taking in, but a lot of people aren't taking in, you know, positive stuff. Most of it's just junk. Yeah. Like, you know, you're watching reality TV or some shit like that or... Yeah, like that's one thing. My uh, nothing against people who watch these, but like uh, my girl watches the vlogs of like families that mm-hmm. are just like recording what they do every day, you know. And I'm like, it's kind of weird, you know, because like they they could be doing like the most simplest shit, like like how I pour my Cheerios, oh, 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 you know, like and it's yeah. just like. Is this entertaining or like? I don't know what it is about those, bro. I've been kind of low key getting stuck on those on my phone lately. Yeah, yeah. Like you just find just, somebody and it's like you're getting entrapped in someone else's life, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, is it good to consume this? Is it because there's pros and cons to it? I'm sure you know because like there's pros you see, like. Uh... Never mind. I can't. I really don't think there's any pros to <laughs> yeah, it. Dude. I can't think of any pros. It's a distraction. That's it. Yeah. You're just getting distracted by somebody else's life. And, like, it's, it goes into another thing that, like, those distractions create false uh, false realities in your head, I guess. Like, like you think that, oh, this, this family is, you know, able to – they take their kids wherever they want, whenever they want. And, like, we are watching it and, like – in reality, like, you don't just up and do random shit like that. And, like, it shouldn't be a thing that should be normalized, I guess. You know? I think the more hazardous part of that is the whole thing with couples now in relationships. Like, yeah. where you see these dudes, like, making these grand fucking gestures, bro. Right. That, like, the everyday man probably is not going to be able to do as often as this fucking guy's doing. Yeah, like, come around Valentine's Day if I just give my girl some flowers and some chocolates, maybe. And then she goes on fucking Kylie Jenner's Instagram and saw Travis Scott dumped a thousand or a million rose petals in her room. And I'm like, fuck. This dude's done like a fucking Easter egg hunt that has like a million Hershey's kisses <laughs> going like around the world that ends like with one in her asshole that he has to eat out. <laughs> like, it's just, how do we yeah. follow that up, bro? Yeah, it's like, it's it's setting standards. There's There's too many standards being set through these rich, famous people or just uh, fucking influencers, I guess. I mean, like, yeah, as much as, like you said, we don't want to badmouth what people are into. Everybody has yeah. their vices. Yeah. I have the dumbest one. What's I that? watch fucking reaction videos all fucking day. See, that's where that's where there's, like, there's levels to it. So, like, those reaction videos, I feel like it's, like, so I'm a guy who, if I'm watching a video that's funny, mm-hmm. And I've seen it a million times, and I still think it's funny. And yeah, I want to show, show you. Somebody. I'm like this. I'll grab my phone and I'll show you. I'll be like, look, watch, watch. 
and then I fucking look at you. And I want I want to see your reaction because like yeah. I like seeing other people think that shit's funny or like seeing the joy too. So like okay, those okay. reaction videos, I can see the. So you kind of get like why because like I've, I've yeah. mentioned before, like I, that's why I like doing movie podcasts is I like putting people on movies because I. My favorite thing is even when my dad does, bro. When we go over, all he does is he puts on a movie. He's like, you're going to watch this. Yeah. And he more or less just wants to see, I guess, what you think of it. Yeah. And that's kind of how I am. So that's why I watch reaction videos religiously. Yeah. So, like, there, there, you could see the, the, the fucking. I the just, point of it. Yeah, the point of it, you know. But with these uh, fucking certain vlogs, like, there's a fucking. The one of the biggest vloggers, fucking David Dobrik. I've heard of him, I've never seen him. Yeah, so his videos are they're like more uh, for entertaining purposes, they're really scripted. But like these other ones that people watch are more of like just day to day shit, you know, like couples, couples, day to day shit, family stuff. And like, sure, it's it's cool, you know, I guess. For you some think people. you can ever do shit like that? No, I tried doing a vlog. But I tried to copy off that uh, David Dobrik's dude. So, like, my fucking... The very first one, it was, like... Stu, I did, like, a short montage of taking my dogs to the park and shit with the Cardi B song in the background. Stupid shit. And then I had a montage of uh, me shooting everybody in my family with a paintball gun. And, like, then I showed, like, a montage of everybody's bruises. Like, like It was, like, really weird shit. And it was just trying to be, like, a vlogger, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. This is kind of off subject, but I was thinking about this. Do you ever, like, struggle to, like... So, we do podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. Do you ever, like, feel like you're making YouTube videos more than podcasts sometimes? Yeah, I think for me and our podcast, it's, like... I look at it from a production point of view, so it's like so the I can make money take... off the YouTube eventually. Yes. So I want people to be attracted to that the most. So the video takes precedence to the audio to you. Yeah. So like I don't if like the people that uh, follow us on Facebook and stuff, No Solutions Podcast, by the way. <laughs> right. People that follow us, they see me share the YouTube video link only, mm -hmm. and I'll say like it's streaming on everything else too, but. I don't really care if they go and watch or listen to it, listen to it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you know? Like, I'd prefer them to go and waste their battery on the YouTube. <laughs> right. Well, the video's the hook. Yeah. That's what's going to, like, pull in, like, the new viewer. And yeah, that's kind of why, evidently, I give a fuck. That's why, you know. Yeah. If I didn't, bro, it wouldn't be like this. Um, yeah, because I feel like we're, both of us, we're small podcasts, but we're working towards that goal for this to eventually be our career you know i feel like we're definitely ahead of most starter podcasts sure. by far you in particular yeah. bro yeah no but like it's crazy because like we were talking about a couple podcasts before this and some people just don't put in the effort you know because it's mm. less about the they don't care much about luring people in it's more of just putting content out there i guess so like for anybody else trying to start a podcast um for one from my own experience i could tell you you don't have to be that entertaining because like me myself i'm a pretty dull person that's why when i started my podcast i was like 
I have to have some comedy relief because I'm not a funny dude. So I was like, got to get my cousin Mark because he's just like quick wit humor. And yeah. then I also was like, who's going to come and listen to two dudes talk about bullshit? So I was like, got to have a female. And I was like, why don't I ask Mia? Because mm-hmm. Mia, I was, she, was, uh, she's a, she was a person before the podcast who was always coming to me and asking like, hey, how, how can we, you know, make some money or how can we, uh, what business type of business could we start or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So she, that was, uh, she had that ambition to want to do something more than just her nine to five. So it was like a perfect storm for us. So you always felt like she was down for the grind. Yeah, for sure. Bro, she's gotten a lot better, man. Yeah, it's it's crazy the progress. Like it like I said, I'm doing that little promo video mm-hmm. and just watching us like from we're forty four episodes in and from number one to now, it's like everybody's so lax now, you know? Yeah. So now I like it that we're able to be all like calm during it now, not so nervous. Like even the first time I came here I was pretty nervous. I know, man. I noticed. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and that, like, now, I don't know. I, I, uh, I'm not going to say I care less, but I'm more confident with, the, uh, just, like, being in front of the mic and camera than I yeah. was before. It's definitely, because I remember, bro, you were definitely visibly, <clears throat> visibly nervous. nervous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and I'm not going to lie. I'm glad you got new chairs because those chairs were throwing me off too. I was like, oh, my ass. Bro, don't yeah. blame my goddamn chairs. <laughs> nah, man, but <clears throat> yeah, like uh, Mark was always fucking like, um, he was always camera ready, I feel, from the get-go. He's, yeah. pretty, he's been pretty comfortable on the mics and stuff. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you've definitely got more. I've noticed that you're just speaking a lot more confidently and stuff. Yeah. And kind of same thing with Mia. Mia's interjecting a lot more than she was at the beginning. Yeah, that's one thing with Mia is if the topic we're talking about isn't in her wheelhouse, then she's less talkative. Yeah. And that's where, like, I'm trying, we're trying to, like, work with her to where, like, even if it's something that she doesn't know much about, we try to sway it to where she could interject because she won't if it's something that she doesn't know about. Because, like, that's something. That's one thing that I admire about her is she will not speak on something she doesn't know about. Mm-hmm. Whereas me and even sometimes Mark, even if I don't know about it, I'll try to know about it. I'll try to talk about it still. You know, well, I mean, we kind of have to. Yeah, I know, right? So, <laughs> and you just can't dead every conversation exactly. about something you don't like. Yeah, I, I, I'm not. It's not it. Move on. Yeah, but leads to me sounding very fucking stupid sometimes so like i much rather be quiet and let other people talk like me i will if she doesn't uh if she's not knowledgeable about the topic in front of us but it, i don't know it's it's definitely uh well that's when it falls on you as the host to be able to like frame yeah. a question specifically for her like because even when I was on your guys' last time, man. I would notice, you know, there were stretches where she didn't have much to say, and I would yeah. try to be like, so how do you feel about blah? Yeah. And I notice that. See, I, I notice everything when I'm editing. Mm-hmm. And I, that's one thing I hate. I have to rewatch every podcast, you know? <laughs> so, like, I have to go through the little shit, and it's just so tedious. I, that's the one part I dread about podcasting is the editing. If I could just go talk and not have to do that extra shit, mm-hmm. I'd fucking love it. 
I've gotten like I'm at the point now. Like it's funny to like um, think about when I first started doing these, bro. And I didn't have video, so all I could do was hear the audio. Yeah. And bro, when I tell you the amount of editing was on God mode, dog, I'm talking about every single breath, every throat clear, every single. When you were part. doing just audio? Yes, I would cut it all out. Yeah. And there was such a bitch, dude. It took six hours to do it, like a two-hour podcast. Man, there was only one person, I won't say the name, that I had to edit out every um, every uh, and it was just, like, <laughs> terrible. I, I had it. It was two days of editing for that mm-hmm. one. Well, nah, man, it happens. Like, this shit yeah. isn't, you know, it's not a walk-on thing. You definitely yeah. got to be a little bit prepared for it. Yeah, for sure. Most of our guests that have came on just fucking show up, you know. They're not really prepared. They never, most of them never done anything like this before. That's why I like having people like you. And then, like, uh, we had one dude who he's, he was, um, he's like a speaker at schools. Mm-hmm. And so, like, having people like that that are good at talking somewhat really help us like me and Mia out as as a host cuz then we don't have to like quarterback it so much. Yeah. And just let it flow. That's uh that's definitely a big thing, bro. Like if you're not comfortable speaking in general, like this is definitely going to be a struggle for some people. Yeah. And that that was the one thing I lacked in the beginning was the confidence. Like you said, like it was just I was I was never a confident speaker. Mm-hmm. I'm trying my hardest to be now because like I'm trying to get into, like, the business world, and there's, like, a lot of networking shit that has to go on, so I have to be able to try to sound as professional and confident as possible because yeah, yeah. no one's going to want to work with the timid, like, soft-speaking kid, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Like I said, you've gotten more confident, but, like, um, whatchamacallit, I still feel like you could loosen up a little bit. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, no, like, I'm still not 100%. Yeah, man. for sure. But, but that's I think where that's just coming from, yeah. That helps out a lot, yeah. And, you know... Um, the last podcast I did with you, mm-hmm. I thought I would be more loose and less nervous if I smoked a J. <laughs> yeah. With me, I've realized that weed and podcasting does not go together for some people. I'm I'm those some people, you know? Because, <laughs> like, I just... My nerves mixed with the jitters, mixed with the high, mixed with all that other stuff. And... Uh, when I smoke, I think like ten times more than I need to about stupid shit, you know. Yeah. So that fucked me up for the last <clears throat> podcast for sure. Nah, dude. I think it's um, if you are gonna be a guest, I think you can get away with it. Also, it depends what you're gonna talk about. But if you're gonna be the captain, you're gonna be the director. You definitely uh, have to be organized up here. Yeah, for sure. Like you gotta be in control for the most part. Yeah, but that's what like. Do you keep a structure on your laptop a little bit? Not anymore. Not anymore. But I do think about it obsessively. Like, the day before, I kind of have a vague outline in my head. I'm Mm -hmm. like, okay, I want to hit these five points at some point. Mm. And that's why, like, what we've been talking about, like, literally, I just stretch it out for, like, ten minutes. And that's how it just works in my head. Yeah. See, I I need to start writing it down because I I have the worst short-term memory. So, like, Mm -hmm. what was yesterday? I don't even know. Tuesday, I work nights, bro. Don't ask me. Okay, exactly. Like they all, they all blend together. Yeah, that that's where I am right now, and like, could be from too much smoking, you know, fried my memory. But it's just like, I probably need to start writing stuff down on paper and having it. Like I've I've watched some podcasts where 
they have literally their notes right in front of them, like bullet points. Make sure as long as they hit all of them, they feel like they got their shit done, you know? Mm -hmm. So I probably need to start doing that. Shit, I'm the opposite, dude. Like, I got so much fucking random shit in my head that I could... I could easily make this go for, like, four fucking hours if I wanted to. But yeah. I try to, like, but I just, my thing is what I'm thinking of, unfortunately, the way my brain works, I think of clips. Meaning? Like, clips I'm going to make to push. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I always have these ideas in my head, like, all right, this is going to be a clip when I bring this up or oh, whatever. Yeah. And I'm trying not to do that, bro, but I feel like, like I said, I got to have hooks right now. I got to yeah. have things that are catching See, that's people. the one thing you got a one leg up on us because I don't, we don't think about clips like that, you know? Like, so that's good that you do because we need fucking clips. Like, we could, we could be so much bigger than we are if we had some clips. And it's like, I go through a podcast and I'm like, some of it could, but then again, it's like, is that funny just to me, you know? So, like, that's why I don't, for our podcast, I can never find clips. But if I were to think, like, hey, let's let's do this segment and mm-hmm. make it a clip, that's probably what we need to do. Yeah, you definitely got to have it planned out beforehand, like, or just try to remember, like, a moment that made you laugh harder than something else or yeah. some shit. Have or where the energy about- was more up. Have you thought about doing a scripted podcast? Oh man, because <laughs> we we thought about that. We were like, what if we did a, a like thirty minute podcast, just completely scripted, like every single thing scripted. That'd be so the hard. jokes, yeah, everything. But that'd be it'd be the hardest for me to edit because I would be like, all right, say your line, and then I'd be like, throw a laugh in there, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean so, those like, can be done well, but. I feel like at the end of the day, bro, it's going to come down to what you can do kind of off the cuff. Yeah, for sure. And, um, yeah, like, it would clean it up more, but at the end of the day, like, how are you going to – are you going to be able to do that consistently? Yeah, Two times exactly. a fucking week, bro, that's hard to that's do hard a 30-minute fuck. fucking script. It would take me two weeks to write a script for one 30-minute second, probably. Mm-hmm. And that would be me working on it every day, you know? And even me, bro, like, my fucking brain is out there. I feel like I would have trouble writing, like – and not having at least some of it come off kind of corny. Yeah, for sure. Like, you know? Yeah. And it's just like my sense of humor is so much different from other people's sense of humor, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. what I think is funny is probably not funny to other people. Yeah. That's where you're fucking up, bro. Why? It's, you're worrying too much about what it's going to be received as. Yeah. Like, I've heard people people say that, like, don't worry about how it's going to be received. Just fucking do what you are wanting to do because like they'll say you're like oh you're a creative dude just fucking do it don't worry about what people are gonna think i'm like yeah but i mean i'm doing this podcast for other people you know yeah but i mean like but if i went by that logic dude i could never like talk about assholes as much as i do right like at this point people are positive i'm gay yeah. <laughs> like, no, as many it's just jokes like... i got that in with like an ass, bro. It's just like you, you said some pretty off the cuff jokes on our podcast, and I'm just like, oh god, like my mom, my mom's gonna hear this. You know? <laughs> That's the, that was the first thing that we thought about in the beginning. We I think we talked about it on our first or second podcast. Like our parents are gonna watch this, so let's not be too graphic, let's not go you too know? crass. Yeah, but yeah. like my mom, she's she's been like, you need to quit cussing so much, or or like um, my dad said the other day, he was like, man. 
one of my buddies at work, he watched the podcast. He really liked it. And then I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he was like, he just said, you guys cuss too much. I was like, oh, no, we didn't. Don't lie. I was, like, yeah. I was like, we don't cuss that that much. So like, don't get me wrong. We'll say one like every other sentence probably. No, you guys are pretty good at it. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just that I really do worry about what people are going to think about something. So, like, I cut a lot of shit out, especially with Mark. Mm-hmm. We talked about that plenty of times. He's, he's He says some pretty terrible fucking shit. And don't say a lot of it because I'm cutting none of it. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not gonna say any of it. So it's yeah, like yeah. it's it's that bad. Like where I'm like, uh, we're not gonna get canceled. We're gonna get our fucking no. door kicked in. <laughs> like it's got to be some really outrageous shit. Like for yeah. example, bro, the last podcast I did, I had to do my first like mental note where I was like, I didn't even say it, but I was like, oh, we can't keep this in. Yeah, because I'll I'll repeat it. Um, unfortunately see but won't that fuck you up in the editing if you don't say it out loud like to cut, like because if i see something needs to be cut i'm like i'll talk to myself through the camera i'm like isai you're editing cut the shit you know no no listen like i know myself so well that if something makes me kind of like tense up i'm like oh god yeah you're gonna remember this moment come back to this yeah and what it was it was a conversation about cannibalism mm and um are you gonna have to cut this out no okay (laughs) and the conversation was about cannibalism and it was basically just a stretch that went we took it too far to where like i was like oh god we can't keep this in and i'll say it now because now out of context maybe i'm probably still gonna cut yeah (laughs) so it was like would you eat human meat circumstantially yeah like you tried if you're in a foreign country and it was oh no 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 like i'm when you said that first thing i thought about was apocalypse you know like it's all that's all that's there this is like now this is like delicacy in some country (laughs) yeah okay yeah no i wouldn't so if you're in like some jungle or some shit and they're like all just casually like oh this guy died we're eating his meat as part of our religion i'd be like yeah you know, enjoy, you know, I'll stay over here. I'm go grab some fucking salad or something. I don't know. Okay. Okay. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Now, now, see, I asked this dude this question. I'm definitely cutting this out. And uh, Wait, why? Don't cut it out. This wasn't that So bad. what happened was the dude, I don't know where the guy's like, we're talking about it. And it's like my go-to bits. Cause I've asked multiple people this exact question and shit. It's just something I do out of habit to get people's yeah. reactions. And, um, the dude goes, if you had to eat, if you had to choose between an old person or a baby, which one are you eating? old person why because i would just feel like the worst person in the world eating a baby who still has their whole life ahead of them bro do you not just feel like this conversation is just weird oh yeah 100 percent. like this was off the cuff like just yeah but hey this podcast you ask a question i'm gonna answer <laughs> right to the best of my ability so old person they've lived their life i'm okay. sure i'm sure they would want their body to go towards something you know why not feed a young starving child (laughs) okay and that's fair and like i said but that's just like i feel like the conversation just got too dark you know yeah now what would make it super dark is if they answered the baby right away without even thinking that's what would make it dark (laughs) but but if they thought about it and they're like maybe the baby man old person maybe no meat probably you know (laughs) so like i don't know it's it's definitely uh uh out there question you know <laughs> yeah but then again i mean to be fair like i'm asking people right off flips like would you eat human meat so i mean it's like you're kind of asking for some type of you Judgment. know one upper <clears throat> what do you mean one i'm talking in terms of like the response because that was that guy's question yeah me. what was his answer the the one you cut out 
No, that was just the part I cut out where he uh-huh. asked me if I would eat either an old person or a baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. So out of context, <laughs> that could, I could see why you'd cut that out. Right. But with you explaining on here... I, so like how the conversation, which yeah. is stupid now that I think about it, now that I'm saying it out loud, like I'm asking if you'd eat a person and then someone comes back with a question that's just as shocking and I'm like, <laughs> no, 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 it's too much now. <laughs> okay. I see, I see the, the fucking, what's that word? The hypocrisy. Of yeah, my own. for sure. All right. The captain makes mistakes, guys. It yeah. happens. Yeah. But either way, both still pretty fucked up question. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But um, it's all right. But no, no, one of the last things I wanted to talk about was um, I was talking about history. Mm-hmm. What's your like favorite part and why? <sighs> mm. I can tell you mine if it gives you a second. Go ahead. Yeah. So I like the Nazi shit. Mm. World War Two. That whole like to me, that's like a giant fucking Avengers movie, bro. Just fucking kind of. Yeah. You got the Allied forces, Hydra. You got America, Britain, fucking. I think Russia was on the team at that time. Mm-hmm. That was back when our glory days. Yeah, and we we're going up against you know Germany, Japan, Italy, and it's just framed like a movie, bro. Yeah, for like, sure. you know what I'm saying. It's we're World fighting. War. Yeah, <laughs> we got real villains, bro. We got James Bond fucking villains on the other side. Yeah, like it's all scientists and everything. Yeah, evil scientists doing experiments, fucking with the occult. Yeah. So since you like that part of history, what do you think about? How the they brought all the Nazi science? Well, they pretty much spread the Nazi scientists throughout the world. Talking but about paperclip, paperclip, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do you think about all that? Because they was chilling in Alabama. <laughs> they were just chilling. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know what's fucked up is they all went on to do really great things for this country. NASA, which Disney. I still don't think is that great. Disney, NASA, yeah. all that shit, bro. See, but I, I wouldn't say Disney because the he he was just an enthusiast of that uh, Nazi party. I guess like he he uh, he admired them rather than looked down upon them. Talking about Walt Disney, definitely influenced him. He, like, wasn't he a big influence with NASA? Mm-hmm. Like the, I'm pretty sure he helped design with the uh, Warner von Braun the the first space. Uh, station in space like it was like tell you know we both watched too much tinfoil hat right no this one i watched a documentary on that okay, one okay okay yeah no but tinfoil hat they hit on some like real shit so like that's why i enjoy them they're pretty honest with everything and they bring on people that su- supposedly know what they're talking about and it's it all seems to add up so the only thing bro i don't like about tinfoil hat is that kind of turns into like a big circle jerk sometimes because there's nobody there that's like all right, this kind of sounds like bullshit. Yeah. yeah Nobody's sure. objective. It's all pretty much like, I'm all in. Yeah. There was, they had a a producer in the beginning that he was like, yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. And then they fucking kicked him out. <laughs> like, I remember they had on Flat Earth, bro. And the whole thing with Flat Earth that gets me is they got a shit all over like normal science. Yeah. That's what I don't like about flat Earth. To believe in flat Earth, you got to pretty much say everything about science is bullshit. But well, this that's is right. the thing. I feel like, Everything with science, it's not bullshit, but it's not fact. Yeah. Like, it's it's everything that scientists know today. But, like, there's discoveries that get made all the fucking time that could go against what, that, what our science today says, you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like none of it is set in stone. And some of it, I feel like 90% of it is theory rather than fact. Yeah. So when it, when people question science like that, I don't I don't be like, oh, that's fucking stupid. 
<laughs> because it's like we have I feel like we have to question it. Everything needs to be questioned to some extent. You You're know? right, to an extent. That's yeah. the word those to an extent. But to completely throw the book out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Like uh, gravity. Gravity. <laughs> gravity, <laughs> bro, one. like uh mapping and shit. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Fly, the flat Earth people make some good points. Oh my God! They do. Are I'm, you coming out of the closet? No, no, bro? no. You coming I'm out not. of the cla- the closet of flat Earth? No, no, no. I'm not a flat Earther. I mean, like I've seen a curve at a certain altitude, so I'm not like, oh, it's not flat. You know, it, it's a, it, it's probably a globe. But there's things that pop out, like, like when they show flight plans. Uh-huh. And how, like, they kind of go off course to go fuel up rather than going straight over to fuel up to a different country or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, um, what's another thing? The, um, fuck. The sun pattern. Like, how, like, sure, from uh, a certain distance you can't see it, it goes, sets, whatever, rises. But it kind of does go in, like, a straight-ass line across the sky. Yeah. And, like, certain shit like that. There was one other one that I was thinking of right now. I fucking brain fart. I'm not a flat earther, though. I just want to put that up. Like, there's there's random facts that bother me about science, like, that I've heard on Tinfoil Hat exclusively. Is, like, the guy who discovered the Big Bang Theory, you know who that was? He was a a cardinal or something from the Vatican. Yeah, like, he had to Religion. Yeah. Yeah. That's a very, like, it's, I don't know why that bothers me. That I think that's one part of history that I don't know too much about, but I find it the most interesting is like the Roman Empire and like not the fall, but the separation of it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like I don't know because the Vatican I feel like is uh, it's like you learn certain shit like how in a lot of foreign countries like uh, I think Honduras uh philippines different third world countries uh with hispanic or whatever people they they were pretty much like forced into catholicism at some point in their Mm -hmm. history and that's why like philippines their culture is based off catholicism and like a bunch of fear mongering and shit like that so like i feel like they at the vatican at some point just try to take over like the world you know and I feel like they did. It's very so not just Catholicism, like Christianity. Not so well, Christian it, specifically Catholicism, ah, Roman okay. Catholicism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you, the Roman Empire pretty much just fucking said a pretty much big f you to to Jesus by using the cross as their symbol and shit. You know, and like yeah. that's what a lot of people don't think about is like. The the Romans they crucified thousands of people that same exact way before Jesus, so like I feel like that cross shouldn't be a symbol. Uh, I feel like the cross is more of a symbol of the Roman Empire rather than Jesus himself, because he, I feel like he died for us, uh-huh. but people say he died on the cross for us. I feel like that's bullshit. He he didn't die on a cross for us. He didn't fucking say like, oh, I want that cross, you know. Like, that's going to be my monument forever. He he just died for our sins or whatever, you know? So I feel like they threw in that cross as, like, a big F you, like, we won type stuff. Like, we took over, you know? You know what I picture is, like, that the Romans were, like, 
they had like this table of guys. It was like old school corporate America, and they were like just floating out different symbols. Yeah, like all right, guys, what's gonna catch? Yeah, good branding. <laughs> There was a marketing team back then. Yeah, yeah, there was a marketing team, bro. And they're like, do we use a star? Do we use the sun? And yeah. some guy was like, what about this lowercase t? Fuck yeah. <laughs> and which wasn't even a lowercase t at that point. Exactly. Yeah. But across. Yeah. And it worked, bro. They definitely, like, they profit billions off that shit. And you know what fucked me up is this white dude told me one time, he was like, uh, if you're a Mexican and they have you see a tattoo anywhere on their body, he was like, 99.9% of their time, there's going to be a cross somewhere on that motherfucker. See, and now I feel like a hypocrite because I got a cross on my arm. I got a cross on my arm. <laughs> Bro, everybody I know has a cross somewhere yeah. on their fucking body. Yeah, and see, I, I got it my 18th birthday, and that was before I even thought about all this extra bullshit of history. I was just straight by the book history, you know? But, like, um, another thing that uh, I thought was, like, pretty fucking fishy with that is uh, the King James Version Bible. Uh-huh. It was translated from um, the Hebrew Bible. Hebrew Bible was translated from the Greek Bible mm -hmm. and probably so on, so on. That's just as far as like history tells us, whatever. Now, the King James Version, there wasn't many people that could translate Hebrew to Latin. It's just like they didn't know the words for most of the shit in there. So King James had like 13... Uh, philosophers that translated it for him so like he didn't really have anything to do with it he was just the king so they st stamped his name on it you know so they could have just made up most they could have made up a lot of shit but like the the hebrew or no the greek bible in the genesis first book it says uh god came down from heaven or some something along those lines of like a god god came down from heaven and filled the earth with blah 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 blah, blah. Or, oh, no, no. God came down from heaven and made man in his own image. Uh -huh. But in the Greek Bible, it translates and says that many gods came down from the heavens and created man in their own image. Ooh. Yeah. So it's just like, is it monotheistic or polytheistic? You know? Hmm. So, but I'll let you finish. Would you things. ever, like, I don't know, dude. You you have kids now, so it, you're going to be in for some weird fucking moments. Yeah. Like, like I'm not baptizing my kid. My daughter isn't baptized either. Yeah. Um, like, what are you going to teach her, bro? That's the thing. I, I've, uh, I'm a real learn from other people's mistakes or other people's successes type mm -hmm. person. So, like, the, the ongoing thing with our parents was, I want to give you a good life. I want to give you all the things I never was able to have. Right? Mm -hmm. Where... Now I see that that's not the fucking right way to go. So now it's like, I want to teach you all the stuff that I was never taught. So, like, from the moment that my daughter is able to comprehend shit well, I'm going to teach her about all the religions. Not, like, in depth, because, like, I don't I don't know, like, the as far as they go, like, like how we know all the things that go on with Catholic churches and stuff. Mm -hmm. I don't know what they do in fucking Buddhist uh what do you call those things the, where the monks are? Monasteries. Monastery, yeah. Like, I don't know everything that goes on. There's shit that you could look at that shows you, or, like, documentaries or whatever, but 
Like, I rather teach my daughter about every single religion that's out there, or at least the popular ones, like the popular five. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at, is I kind of want to just present my daughter with, like, all the information that I know without without giving her a bias. That's yeah, really... Exactly. That's, yeah. the, that's the big thing, is I'm trying not to be, like... I'm just kind of telling her, like, so this happened and that happened. Mm-hmm. This is why that's like that, I think. Yeah. And I make sure I tell her, like, I think, but I don't know for sure. Yeah, exactly. I'm Like, th- all we could say is, like, this is what, like we have this is the information that we have right now obviously shit could change later and like it's just you want i want to be able to sway her into uh a way of thinking that has her think like not just accept shit for what it is or what people say it is i want her to actually think for herself kind of like i tried to tell myself to you know i don't like taking shit for face value so i want to be able to tell her to like fucking think shit through do your research if you can, you know, if you don't really give a fuck, don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. I, I feel like she's gonna end up being, uh, a little, uh, not resentful towards me, but like, he's crazy. (laughs) You know, like, cause I feel like I'm going to try my best to teach her a bunch of shit. That's but I don't want to cluster her with too much. Yeah, that's what I was more getting at is like there's so much like general education information, right? Yeah. Then there's some stuff that you feel like might be bullshit. Yeah. And how much are you like flooding like I'm dealing with that right. now. Yeah. Like say she's talking about do I want to hit her with all the conspiracy stuff or yeah. the like they don't know for sure. And I'm gonna like if we do if we were to do stuff like that with our kids, it's gonna be I feel like we have to take the approach of like, hey, we don't know if this is real. This is all theories based around the history of what's in your history book from school, you know? So, like, I would want – I would love it if my daughter was that person where in history class they're talking about, say, say World War Two, and she brings up right away, like, um, so where did Hitler go? And they're like, oh, what do you mean? He killed himself. And then, like, yeah, but the autopsy reports, you know, like, say that that wasn't yeah. really him and blah, blah, blah. So, like. But isn't, don't you think that, like, so when you were a kid, you there's a solid foundation. Like, we think we had the world figured out because of what school taught us. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be a good thing or a bad thing for it to be kind of more unsteady ground and kind of just building your own fucking truths. Mm. I don't know. Like, it's a big fucking question, bro. Yeah, that's it's tough to kind of answer. It's just like... I, I don't... I don't know. It's like, you're talking about as far as with our kids, right? Yeah, and just general education. Like, it's kind of a good thing, bro, to be, like, in this box, at least at the start. Like, you want to have walls. You don't want yeah. there to be... You need that for your fucking brain to like, or I don't even know, dude. So like, I I guess what I wouldn't want her to be so flooded with all this information to where she thinks like she knows it all. I'd want her to be like, still like I don't know, but this is what some shit I've heard, you know. So like, I'd want her to still be oblivious to a lot of shit and to not be a know it all. I guess you can say. Yeah, what's fucked up is, like, it could go either way. It's, like, you... Ideally, you hope she's perfectly in the middle of, like... Yeah. 
but you never know. Like, if you flutter with too much, like, question everything, she turns yeah. into Eddie Bravo. Right, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, Dad, the, the, the Earth is flat. I promise you. We're going to go to Antarctica someday. Yeah. You'll see. Yeah, I know. And that's another thing. Like, you like, want to push your kid we, too far we down We want to make sure that our kids know what's out of the realm of possibility, you know? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, that's yeah. the far side of it. Yeah. Like, there's definitely some tinkering that you have to do with all this before like i have plenty of time before my daughter's like uh aware of what's going on around her you know yeah like i would say by the time she's eight is when i could start talking to her about different history shit or like because like all the other stuff like math and fucking uh science shit like I don't want to have anything to do <laughs> with like, that. I have nothing to add. That's all yeah, fine. That's all fine to me. Like, if you want to learn that, sh- like, she's going to have to learn that shit. So, like, I'm not going to be like, oh, no. That four, in other countries, it's backwards. <laughs> you know? like, right, right. Like, like that's you know, a little like, minuscule shit. Yeah, exactly. But it, it would really just be with, like, history shit or mm-hmm. government shit. Like, the government classes we took. Learn Like, I'd, I'd hope that I'm able to teach her about, like, everything like constitution all that because that's stuff that i never paid attention to you know and like that could be beneficial like she could end up being a fucking dope-ass lawyer later you know shit bro it so for me bro like remember uh like for my daughter's birthday the beginning of the year i did this like interview style thing with her Mm -hmm. and i like record a video with her sitting where you're at and we're just talking about stuff right yeah i have this pipe dream bro that even if i don't blow up doing this shit she sees me doing this stuff and, you know, she decides to fucking pick up the mantle, bro. She pulls dad and yeah. Mike's out of the fucking closet one day in, like, 10 years when she's, like, 16 or something. Yeah. And her and her friends have their own little fucking... Isn't isn't that crazy to think about, though? Like, our daughters are going to be watching, or your kids, or my daughter, whatever, is going to fucking watching our this, podcast later and, like... This is another cool thing, bro. It's like a diary to our fucking kids. Like, I don't yeah. talk about my daughter a lot on this podcast, but I'm obviously at some point it's going to happen. Yeah. Now. <laughs> yeah. yeah right at this moment this is when it happened yeah <laughs> and bro like i just i'd be so like i feel like i'm comfortable with what i'm putting out so i'm cool with her seeing it yeah and, and later like when our, our our kids are gonna mature you know like they're gonna be able to understand like dad talking about fucking assholes you joking around right like, yeah like yeah. they're gonna understand our personality yeah right? exactly because like i feel like i my dad our relationship is very until recently, like, we got comfortable bullshitting with each other, like, here in the past, like, what am I, 28? So, past, like, six or seven years. Since I turned yeah. 21, I feel like he got real comfortable with me just saying Stupid wily shit, shit yeah. to him. Same with my dad. But before that, you know, it was real, like, he goes to work, you taking out the trash, you still doing that, or whatever. Yeah. You know, it was a real formal relationship. Yeah. And um, I would love to have known what he was like, you know what I'm saying, pre, like, 28. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, my dad, he's the same way. He's, he didn't open up too much. Well, like, he he was pretty open, but he didn't, like, treat me like a, a man until I was, like, 20, 20, 21, about the same mm-hmm. age. Like, he didn't, he treated me less as a kid. Like, just recently, I've been feeling comfortable enough to, like, 
openly express myself with right, so cussing we're like the and same shit. Age I was and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but like I wouldn't cuss in front of my parents. I still don't cuss in front of my mom just out of respect. Yeah, yeah. But my dad, I'll cuss. Like I, I don't care. But it's more of like an expressive cuss. I'm not just like that's fucking bullshit. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like I'd be like, oh, he's a bitch. You know? Not t- telling my dad. <laughs> I'm not saying I told my dad that. I'm saying like if we're talking about LeBron, I'm like, yeah, LeBron's a bitch now. But I don't know. It's it's different with everybody's parents. Everybody's it's it's crazy because I'm a really observative person, and it's nuts seeing the different uh, relationships. Like we have so many uh, aunts and uncles that like seeing the different relationships with them and their kids, and comparing all of them around. It's like a spectrum, like like crazy, like. It's so many different possibilities of the relationship you can have with your kids, you know? Yeah. So. Fucking. But imagine, like, if your dad had, like, some type of, some way to, like, some medium to express himself. And you just hear these stories about, like, I don't know, different, like, random. This is weird to say. Like, imagine him just talking about, like, sex stories or some shit yeah. or something crazy like that before. Cringy shit with dad. <laughs> just, just, like, crazy stories yeah. that he had, like, in high school or something. Yeah. Like, I would... I would like to hear that stuff just to give context to, like, the person that, you know, my dad is. Yeah. Like, m- my dad, I- I'll tell you one story that he's he's told me, but he kind of had to tell me. Mm-hmm. He's told me a bunch of shit that he's doing, stupid shit he's doing when he's a kid. But apparently, so we were at a bar, and this crazy old, crazy old dude, bald dude, came up and he was like, oh, Leo, Leo, I don't want no problems. I don't want no problems. And he, my dad was just like, oh, quit playing, quit playing, whatever. And then he was like, your dad was a bad man back in the day. And I thought he was like, it's cool, dude. You know? No, he <laughs> when he was a kid, he was an asshole, apparently. He was, like, he was like, yeah, I was outside playing basketball in front of my house with my cousins. And your dad just came by and he was like, oh, let me see the ball. And then he just punted it over my house and I couldn't find it. <laughs> <laughs> he said like, just walked away. Yeah, I was like, oh, so my dad was an asshole back in the day. Yeah, it's, but it's crazy because, like, hearing that, it's like my dad, he knows it. He was a dick when he was a kid. He was bad. He was a, he was, he was a mean kid, you know? Mm-hmm. But it's crazy because now I get to see where he came from or a little, little bit of it. And now he's like, uh, a super caring and loving dude like real community bound like so he's like he went from he flipped from a complete asshole of a kid to some point he matured up and was like hey i should start treating people better you know <laughs> so you've seen him in like his hopefully not final form obviously but you've yeah. seen him in like his more like fucking process yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it's it's cool because like i didn't my dad there was no videos like this from when our parents were kids you know like we can't see how their personality really was mm-hmm. so when you hear little stories like that you're like oh, okay yeah, my dad was an asshole okay <laughs> bro fun fact about my dad is i guess back in the day in like the late 80s early 90s mm-hmm. he won a fucking uh street fighter competition on the fucking arcade machine for real <laughs> So he used to like just enter fucking random competitions like at Indian Springs and shit. And he was just fucking. And he worked at an arcade, I guess, when he met my mom or something. So like he's always been into like pop culture stuff. Yeah. Like just fucking gaming and movies and all types of shit. mm -hmm. So like it's always cool just to see like, okay, I could see myself being something Uh, similar to that. Yeah. Like you see a little bit of yourself in him. mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's always dope. 
But shit, bro. We're about two hours in. Really? Yeah. I thought we were like hour and a half, maybe. <laughs> no. So <laughs> we hit a, a whole bunch of shit in there. Yeah, a bunch. Uh, that's pretty fun, man. Yeah. So I like podcasts, dude. And I don't see you much ever. You know, like we all we got our own lives. We're all adults, kind of. You know, not me so much, but yeah. I know that's definitely like crazy it's still crazy to me that i'm seeing you and nick as much as i am right yeah <laughs> it's weird bro because like i said there's like a 20 year gap or something not 20 but no, like 15 so, years yeah no less than that i, feel I like was definitely bro. i was definitely like 10 when when uh you moved out by us oh yeah something like that yeah so well, since high school now because 14 years bro because when i was like 12 that's when i went to middle school so i'm 28 now bro so yeah that's about 15 Oh shit! It's been it's a fucking, fucking wild. minute, bro. Yeah, but I it's it's cool now, you know, because like we're all adults, so like we we could have put it this way: when we were kids, we couldn't bond over certain shit that we can now, mm-hmm. you know. And like with us having podcasts, both of us, like that's the biggest bond we have right now, you know. Yeah. And but it's fun because like we get to talk to each other, catch up, and and bullshit. Like we we got all the stories from in between. Yeah, and it's like it's it's kind of like if we never stopped, you know, like never stopped talking and hanging out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But but no, nah, man, you want to go ahead and plug your stuff? Yep, you can uh, catch. No Solutions Podcast with me, my sister Mia, and my cousin Mark every Monday and Thursday at 8 a.m. on YouTube and all streaming platforms. You could also find us on Facebook and Instagram at No Solutions Podcast. And that's it. How do you get the motherfucker up right at 8 a.m.? I schedule it. Oh, so you upload it like a couple hours or the day before? The the night before I always do it. Okay, I gotta yeah. do that, bro. Cause yeah. I like my shit uploads at the most random times yeah. ever, bro. Yeah, it'll be like <laughs> I'm trying to be like a professional TV show every eight. Fuck not, dude. Mine goes up either at four a.m. or eight p.m. Yeah. Whenever the fuck it goes up. I figured eight a.m. was the perfect time because most people get into work that time, you know, and they can put their headphones in and do the job. Yeah, yeah. But also, guys. uh you can check out this podcast on YouTube, Spotify, all the streaming platforms, Apple Music. You said it's on Apple Music, right? Because I don't have a fucking Apple iPhone. Podcast. Apple Podcast. Yeah, it's free. Free on Apple Podcasts if you got an iPhone. Okay, because I still have no way to check that. So I'm just going completely on like your fucking yeah. word. Every time I say it, I'm like, I hope he wasn't fucking around. Yeah. Um, but once again, Eastside, thank you for being here, guys. Go check out No Solutions Podcast. Uh, This has been the Death Taco Podcast.